0: Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and joining me as always, he's got a front row seat to the
1: death of his favorite character, it's Scotty, was uh, <laughs> Lies and fallacies. Gilderoy Lockhart is not in these chapters, Zachary. <laughs> sure, so I okay. <laughs> beg to differ, you son of a bitch, you. All
0: right, fair, fair enough. I, I forgot.
1: Although he should be, there's a lot of returning appearances, I feel like, in these chapter, Well, in the first chapter. Uh, and uh, I, I did have the thought of, like... You know, since they're getting the band all back together like so, some we need some reappearances, like like my boy Lockhart, but um I mean you know,
0: he's whatever. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth, <laughs> I hate
2: you.
1: How you doing, pal? Uh I well, first of all, I'm 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 very tired this evening. Um, we yeah, we've had a, we've had a long, long weekend. We've had a long, very long weekend. Um, it's it's like I haven't seen you at all for a whole hour are we 20 still minutes. friends? I don't know. Too much recording. We, we too much see time each on Skype. other way too much. <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. Um. So, so yeah, I'm I'm very tired. Um. But I'm I Zachary, I gotta be honest. I don't know if I'm excited or dreading talking about these chapters. I'm extremely conflicted. I my emotions are all over the board. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I mean that's a sign of good writing, right? <sighs> yes, question mark. <laughs> i i don't i don't know what to think about anything anymore mm-hmm. um in fact i think i'm just gonna give up here and call it quits that's the end of this episode of <laughs> <laughs> uh what uh what a time um to be alive yeah you know.
0: hey actually for our uh is this the first time we're only we're doing only two episodes or excuse me Is this the first time we're doing only two chapters in an episode?
1: Oh, way to spoil the surprise. Uh, I don't think so, but yes, uh, because we definitely said last episode we would be doing three chapters this episode. Uh, Spoiler alert, I had to make the executive decision uh, after reading the first two chapters that... uh, yeah, I don't want to record a 4-hour episode after uh we recorded for 4 plus hours yesterday. Uh cuz way too much happens in these first two chapters uh, to do them justice uh and get through them. This episode might still go extremely long, fair right. warning. Well, uh, listen, even with only two chapters, so
0: Before uh before we do the goddamn thing. Yes. Uh we got a little bit of housekeeping here. So, sure. so first off, uh, by the time you guys are here in this episode, there will be a handful uh, of episodes of our brand new season and new series that we are diving into. That is Amazon's new uh, fantasy called The Wheel of Time. Uh, by the time this is up, we'll probably be five or six episodes in. Sounds about right.
2: Yeah.
0: As of now. We're having a we're having a good time with it. Yeah. Uh, we recorded three episodes th- in yeah. three. Yeah, we recorded three episodes back to back to back yesterday. We called it record
1: <laughs> What a goddamn nightmare! Yeah. Record was <laughs> Dude, that, <laughs> that was a, a long mess. ass day. Yeah, uh, rec- watch, record, edit. Oh boy, three yeah. episodes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So so think about it. It's three one hour long episodes, uh-huh. and then we recorded three. One hour, hour long episodes. episodes. And we also edited all of them as well. It was, yes. uh, it was a goddamn nightmare. But hey, we do it for the peoples. We're doing it for you guys. We are men of the peoples. This is scientifically proven. Um, now also, by the time that this is coming out, I believe our first episode of the Lord of the Rings series will also be up and available. Mm-hmm. Right around the same time, you know, we plan Somewhere these things out really vicinity. well.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So, you know, we, we've actually had a lot of outreach from, from you guys, and I know quite a few of you are excited about the Lord of the Rings series. Uh, I, I hope that you guys are pumped to listen to these episodes because uh, they're very fun so far, and it's another great series that we love to talk about, so it's, it's good stuff. Definitely. Only other thing I wanted to say here is we do still have merch available. We have a link in the description. Uh, Go hit that up if you guys are trying to get some sweet shit. Uh, These shirts are hella soft, and the designs are pretty bitchin'.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I think that's all the housekeeping. Zachary, I would be remiss in my duties as your podcast host. Uh, I now I feel bad because I sure sorry, pal.
0: Wow, you're (laughs) not my host.
1: Yes, I'm your host. There's a uh, there's a
0: little bit of a of a. Uh, who's is bigger over here
1: yeah definitely um that's yeah you know uh, i'm so concerned about that if we measure I...
0: sideways mine
1: is okay <laughs> <laughs> um i did not ask you how you were doing pal and i feel bad now oh, i just kind of commandeered the dick. whole beginning here in my emotional state uh how are you doing pal
0: well, I was doing good until you forgot to ask me how I was doing. Ah,
1: oh, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. I'll never, I'll never recover from this.
0: Yeah, no, I showered today, man. I'm having a great day. What?
1: <laughs> if that's all it takes for you to have a great day, man, you're you're doing swell. You're, yeah, you made it. You've made uh, no,
0: it. yeah, I'm I'm doing good. I am a little tired from yesterday. That was, uh, although it was a lot of fun, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, Amanda and I uh, bought some Christmas decor today, so that was tight. Oh, fuck. And, um, oh, actually, Amanda made some really good tortilla soup, and that fucks so hard. So I'm doing ultra good.
1: <laughs> <again>. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I love a good soup. You know, the weather is starting to get a little cooler uh, down here in Texas. Not a lot cooler, but a little cooler. and, Yeah. You know, there's just some special it's been about nice, nice fall weather. Yeah, it has. A nice bowl of soup in the cool weather is always a good time.
0: Oh, yeah, especially tortilla soup, a little bit spicy. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, we like to get spicy, for sure. <laughs> uh, I also actually, jeez, this is, this is, <laughs> is going to be a nightmare long episode. I have one more thing we need to discuss before we jump in, pal. Okay. Uh, and I did not tell you I was going to do this, but.
0: Oh, did you watch the first movie?
1: I watched a particular film this week by the name of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one of two, (laughs) and um, I I do have a few thoughts about that movie.
0: Are we doing this now?
1: Yeah, why not? Listen, I don't want to do it at the end. I want to do it now. Yeah, Um, I I feel
0: like we're going to have a lot to discuss at the end. I I think this is probably the the right way to go here.
1: I think I saved it till last, last time, but I think... You know, listen, we're already way past the events of the first movie, uh, book-wise, what we're discussing, so... Right. I think the only thing to do is discuss it here at the top. So, I think this movie was pretty good. I think it was... Hot take alert, probably better than the first half of this book. Mm, I could. I could see that. Because... It hits all the stuff that it needs to. Without the fluff. Without the fluff, without the terrible pacing issues that I had so much problem with. Oh, and you also leave out
0: your favorite scene.
1: Yes, and also, that is a big part of it. There is no Harry Lupin scene. Um,
0: Which is really disappointing, because although you didn't like (laughs) it, it's it's a big moment.
1: Yeah, sure. No, didn't need to happen. The movie was better for it. Um... Yeah, it's Fuck just you. they kind of just move from bit to bit to bit. I kind of kept worrying like, oh, are they gonna skip something important that I that I do want to see? But they honestly really didn't. I felt like it was a pretty faithful adaptation of the first what is it, about two thirds, three quarters yeah. yeah, of yeah, the yeah.
0: book. Uh yeah, I think I think a lot of the the fans uh like shit on the movie because it's just like people always say. Oh, they're just camping the entire movie, and and they feel like it's like slow. But <laughs> Boy, how like, do they
1: feel about the goddamn book then? If they're saying that well, about right,
0: right, movie. yeah, you know. So no, I, I I actually I agree with you. I think it's good. There
1: was also yeah, like the honestly, I feel like where it was fumbled because I was way into the movie for the first like three quarters of it. Where it did kind of fumble the ball was towards the end. Um, when they get back from Xenophilius's uh, love-good house, and it just jumps immediately into them getting caught by the Snatchers, I did not have a problem with them jumping directly to that. It was just that scene was not good. Like The chase just, scene? Yeah, the chase scene was bad. It was like... I realized this was kind of a product of this time, the way filmmaking was being done, but it was shaky cam nonsense, right? And it was not interesting or engaging at all. Like that scene was bad.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: Hm. Um, the Malfoy Manor part was okay. Um, I did love Dobby loosening yeah. the uh the, the screw on the yeah the 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 chandelier. That was great. Um. Aside from that, the Malfoy Manor was okay. I do not feel like they did the Dobby death and funeral scene justice.
0: I kind of had a feeling that was coming. I think it's good for... I think it's done well when you put it next to the rest of the movies. But I don't sure. think it, it it holds the same weight as in the book. Yeah. And I think I it said did, that. I mean,
1: It didn't hit me the same way as it did in the book, for sure. Um, a, a part of that could be because, obviously, I just read it and knew it was coming, but... The, the, the first, like I said, like, three-quarters of that movie, I have almost no complaints. Um, the scene where they're fighting, where they go to, like, Godric's Hollow was really well done. Uh, Like, the part in the graveyard was great. I, I felt like, honestly, most of the actors stepped up their game a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is the Hermione, Harry, and Ron show for, like, 90% of this movie. Yeah, and even Rupert f-
0: Grint was... Yep, like he, he was
1: better. It. Uh, What's his... uh. Who's, Dan, who plays Dan Harry? Radcliffe. Dan Radcliffe stepped up his game. Um, <laughs> I did think it was very funny. You know, we've talked a lot in this book about how Hermione does everything and is always doing something. The movie almost even knows and is in on that joke because the opening sequence is like showing all three of them, quote unquote, preparing for this big adventure they're going on. And Hermione is, like, having to do this really emotional, like, you know, wiping her parents' memory yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. getting all this packing done. You saw Catelyn Stark? Oh, no, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Hermione's mom. I did not even notice that that was her mom. Um, but it's His a really mom. emotional scene. Uh, Emma Watson does a really good job. And then it cuts to the other two, and they're literally just standing around looking into the distance and doing nothing. Yep. And I'm like, boy, if that is not a perfect representation of the first half of this book, them two doing nothing and Hermione doing everything, I don't know what is. Yep. Yep. Uh so that was very funny. Uh
0: how good is the uh the Voldemort chasing like the broom scene?
1: Yes, also very good. Yeah, very I, good. The, yeah, it was good. Um it moved very fast. Uh the ugh, man, the the Hedwig death was I don't know if it was more tragic, but it, it still hit me very hard because I was very confused because right before they leave, it shows him like releasing Hedwig and I'm like, Oh, are they not even going to like have a Hedwig death scene? But then she comes back to save him. And because of that, like gets killed that, that, that almost hit me harder. Uh, like that was brutal. Um, yeah, it's, it's done. It's done really well. Yeah, like, I think that's probably now my favorite of the, the Harry Potter movies. I think it probably beats out um, Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince, because the first half of that movie was pretty bad up until the end. Um, mm,
0: interesting. Interesting. In interesting. I'm
1: trying to think of I feel like there was something else I wanted to call out, but... Oh, they did kind of... Rush a little bit of the uh, Ron turning into a shithead and leaving like he kind of already started being a shithead even before he was wearing the right the thing. And I was kind of like, eh, you got to get that thing on him before he should start being a shithead. So I feel like they rushed that a little bit, but I I wasn't too mad about it.
0: Right. Um, So there's a there's a cool bit that's kind of just like a cool piece of movie trivia that I think is. I just think cool. it's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> cool piece of movie trivia. That's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, I mean, and you kind of said it, you know, like all, all the actors are starting to kind of like level up and kind of come into their own. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Emma Watson's best performance in, in any of the movies for yeah, sure. She was good. She was, um, great. so during the torture scene at Malfoy Manor, mm-hmm. uh, part of it is deleted, and you can like watch it in like deleted scenes or extras or whatever. But uh, during the actual torture scene, uh, the I forget who fucking directed it because they switch every they switch directors every movie, mm-hmm. basically. Um, uh, David Yates, maybe
1: David Yates. Yep. Yeah. I was just trying to think of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, uh, so he left the cameras rolling so that like like for like several minutes so that Bellatrix and uh, Hermione, well helena and emma could could like mm-hmm. get kind of like into character and get like the intensity up and like kind of work into it and emma watson said that she was like studying a lot of like kind of fucked up stuff like on how to like sure. do it tor- like she'd never done a torture scene before right and david yates cut it in the middle of the scene and was like dude em like are you okay like yeah. are you <laughs> fucking all right and she's like "No, no 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 don't cut like I was this getting is my there. best
1: shit dude
0: <laughs> yeah she was like don't cut like I'm fucking getting there and he's like dude you're there like stop <laughs> fucking calm down like people like everybody I think even Helena Bonham Carter says like it was a little uncomfortable like how wow. fucked up this like seemed like the screaming and everything yeah so good on her crazy. man Emma Watson rules
1: yeah I was a little confused on why they decided to not just do magical torture, and it was suddenly just like knife torture with her like carving mud blood into her arm instead of, you know, the standard crucio. I yeah, like, okay.
0: I mean, look, there she's getting tortured while they're down there. I mean, it could have been both, you know. I, I mean, guess,
1: like, yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, uh, like I said, yeah, enjoy the movie, um. Like i said i I gotta say I think I liked it more than the first half of this book because it just moved it it hit all the notes it needed to, and it was not paced like a uh uh you know a pit of quicksand yeah um, no
0: i I think you know dude, I think that's a that's a really good take. I've always been kind of indifferent about it, but like you're I, I think I think you're right for sure, and I
1: think you know part of the reason I was not like huge on the ending could be just a side effect of. It's not really a natural climax, like splitting the book in that way leaves you with kind of having to force this scene to be the climax of the movie, right, and in the source material you know is obviously not the climax of that point, so so you know that could be part of that, but yeah, solid solid little 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 film, hell yeah, so. hell yeah, cool man well, I'm glad you liked it, dude, yeah, I did too, um, it was good stuff, but uh. We got more good stuff to get to Zachary. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Did you say good stuff?
1: There might be one or two things <laughs> <laughs> There might be one or two okay <laughs> things in here. And I don't know. Who can say? Who can say?
0: Uh, uh <laughs> well let's hey uh let's let's um do this fucking thing man let's jump right in bro
1: let's do that so yes so apologies for the misinformation from the last several weeks we are doing only chapters 32 and 33 what we're gonna do with the remaining what four chapters now i have no idea anymore I'm done making promises on what (laughs) chapters we're going to do. So (laughs) tune in next time to find out. Uh, Chapter 32, where we last left off, of course, was with the amazing, the incredible fiend fire. Um, You know, just (laughs) sorry. I I shouldn't start off on this supremely sarcastic note. Um, I mean, hey, it's all right. I feel like there's going to be a lack of sarcasm, which is kind of our shtick. That is kind of our shtick. Listen, I realized so I read this first chapter like a week ago and uh, completely forgot everything in it in the wake of chapter thirty-three, uh, and I do have jokes. And as I'm scanning through my notes here, I was like, boy, I made a lot of jokes here. I I don't know if I will be in the the mood to make these jokes but i'll i'll find a way i'll find a way to be in the mood to make these jokes <laughs> but yes they destroyed the diadem or sorry the most powerful wizard alive crab destroyed the diadem for right
0: them. right
1: uh, except he's not alive anymore he's two. the
0: legendary super saiyan dude
1: he is the legendary <laughs> super saiyan and um <laughs> but the very last thing of course was uh fred our boy the man, the myth, the legend, um, he got it. And, uh, and a really, really tough scene where, you know, right after Percy had made amends with the family, and they're kind of sharing a moment, uh, Fred gets uh, killed. And that's where we left off and where we pick up. So, the battle is going nuts all around them. They're They're trying to get to cover, but Percy... Just refuses to move. He's, like, protecting Fred's body. Just, like, shielding it. You know, crying, like... You know, trying to keep Fred's body safe. It's very sad. Um... (laughs) This was very strange to me. Uh... Some spiders. Aragog's kids. Aragog's children. Start coming in. Uh, Apparently they're on Voldy's side. And they start blasting them. Um... Is the lesson here that spiders are just unequivocally evil no matter how intelligent they are or nice, you know, like Hagrid was very nice to these spiders. Is that just the lesson here is that there's no, you know, being good with spiders? Is that what I'm getting? I mean, I'm sure that there's like some politics going on. Some spider politics some sp- yeah give me a whole side story on spider politics so all
0: right, yeah, so listen, so let me tell you, let me learn you something. Oh okay,
1: okay, learn me something
0: I'm making all of this up by the way. okay,
1: excellent, <laughs> yes, do it
0: so uh eons ago, uh-huh, there was yeah. a law that was passed okay where uh, the by king Gregagog. yeah Greggoog. <laughs> Uh, the king of spiders, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. uh, and the minister of magic at the time, they okay, shook sure. hands and, uh, tendril.
1: Uh, tendril? <laughs> yeah, isn't that- It's <laughs> just a leg, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 what's the- Oh, no, that's like a uh, mandible. Mandible, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what exactly what you said. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Bosom.
0: Right, they just touched bosoms. <laughs>
1: <They> touched bosoms. <laughs>
2: And
0: they said, hey, look, you." the wizard said you guys eat people. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, that's not good. So you go in your forests, go away mm-hmm, from people, mm-hmm, or yeah. we'll kill you. Okay? Shake on it. And, <laughs> and guess they what? On it. Voldemort is like, hey, you guys can kill people. How about that? All
1: right. Fair <laughs> enough. They just like to kill people. Uh, old Greg Agog, you know, he, the, 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 the spiders of today, they don't want to live by what Greg Agog said.
0: Yeah, I have a uh, I have a DM from uh JK Rowling. Okay. Uh excellent. telling me that this is this is true. This is part of the Harry Potter lore. This goes way <laughs> you, back.
1: You know what the worst part of this whole dumb converse, side conversation we're having is you made me think of spider bosoms, and I'll never forgive you for that.
0: <laughs> Do you mean butts or chests? Because <laughs> I mean both. there is a correct one. <laughs> no,
1: the, the secret answer is they're both correct. Uh the excellent story. I love you, buddy. Um, yeah, the, 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 also this applies to snakes as well. Like like we talked about last week, all the Slytherins are evil unequivocally. There's no middle ground. Right. Uh, all right. snakes, all spiders are evil. I definitely agree with the snakes one. There is no such thing as a good snake. So there you go.
0: You, IRL, you don't like snakes, right? <laughs> oh, I hate snakes. <laughs> That's I hate weird because you're a Slytherin. Yeah. And you're the snakiest motherfucker I know.
1: Maybe I'm not a Slytherin. Maybe some some wise man once said that sometimes I think we sort too early. Oh, oh that's that's a call forward is what that is, Zach. We'll, wow. we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, did I just blow your mind? Yeah. You did. <laughs> you ever had your mind blown, Zachary?
0: Not by you, I usually get something else blown by you. oh, yeah, there it is <laughs>
1: um when the, when these when these spoders, these the
0: spiders st-
1: the spiders started coming in, I suddenly had the thought that if if the flying car doesn't make an appearance to run over some spiders, <laughs> I'll be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm gonna be disappointed, but I would, I would, you know, I made a big deal about how much I hated the flying car, but if it legitimately did come back here at the end of this book, I would fucking cheer. I would love it. <laughs> so, That'd be pretty good, dude. That would be amazing if it just flies past, like, running over spiders and giants. That'd be amazing. So, they stashed Fred's body in, like, a relatively safe spot, uh... And then old Percy, he sees Rookwood. He does the whole Rookwood scream and uh, takes off after him. This is someone that worked at the ministry that's secretly a dieter, right? Right. Okay. Augustus Rookwood. Yes. So Percy is big mad at him. I don't know if it was directly him that killed Fred or if he's just pissed at all dieters and wants revenge. Uh, But he runs off. Uh, Hermione has to hold back Ron from also running off and doing the same and she tells him they have to focus on the snake I'm like oh you should telling me focus on the snake <laughs> and uh yeah Ron She's also like, hey,
0: let's go back to the uh, prefects bathroom and focus on that snake
1: <laughs> it's the end of the world mate if not now when um yeah all he also all he wants to do is kill Dieter's but she holds him back. Harry tunes in to Voldivision, TM, to find uh the snake because Hermione tells him, like, hey, find us where this snake is. Go tune your to your um, And so Harry does and turns out both Voldi and the snake are chilling in the shrieking shack. Uh, Voldi's got the old shield generators up on Nagini. And I'm like, right, you gotta send General Veers and the ATATs in to destroy that shield generator. <laughs> get that get them shields down, boy. Uh Lucius is also here in the shrieking shack. And he's very worried about his boy! Um isn't that the whole Harry Potter thing? You mean My BOY From Goblet of Fire?
0: Yeah, uh, fucking Amos Diggory.
1: Yeah, 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 my boy Amos. My boy! My boy! Lucius is very worried about his boy. Uh... How how weirdly can I say the word boy? Dude, I love...
0: Like, you do have funny jokes pretty often, but I think I I love it even more when your joke flops like that, (laughs) because...
1: So yeah. 90% of the time, <laughs> at yeah. least. Uh, Lucius asks if Voldy is worried about Harry being killed by someone else. And Voldy's like, nah, 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 nah. He's going to come looking for me. This this, this is... To, to, to bring it back from the positive things of this section here, Zach. This ultra dumbass still thinks... That there's no way in hell that anyone but him could find where he hid his diadem. He literally has another line of dialogue to himself, thinking to himself, where he still is thinking that here. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me, Voldy? I just, I cannot respect him as a villain when he is this idiotic. He is literally dumber than Ron confirmed at this point, because even Ron was like, dude, how the fuck could anyone think that he's the only one to find this place? So look, dude, it's it. I mean, don't tell me it's arrogance. This is stupidity.
0: No, it is. arrogance. Pure and simple. It's it's I'm better than people. Arrogance. Whereas think about Ron is literally the polar opposite of that, where he's like, I'm not good enough type of person. That's true. Like, I mean, it li- it quite literally is a completely, you know, uh, backwards or, like, opposite character build.
1: it's it, I don't care how arrogant you are, that is stupidity. He's so dumb. He's so, so dumb. Yeah. And I just cannot respect him as a villain being this stupid, and that bugs me.
0: Well, moving on. So, yes, moving on,
1: like I said, I have to, you know call him like i see him voldy is troubled about the elder wand he tells lucius to bring him severus there is a service that he requires of him and at this point i'm like oh shit he's thinking what i've been thinking for a while now isn't he he's gonna kill snape so it'll truly be his in his mind And I'm like, but it can't work that way, though, right? Like, this motherfucker better not. He better not. (laughs) He better not kill my boy.
0: Well, if it didn't work like that, then would the wand have ever actually been Dumbledore's? Because Grindelwald stole it.
1: Okay, that's true and fair. I didn't really think about that. Um... Maybe Dumble was so awesome he didn't even really need the wand to be, like, truly his. Because he's just cool like that. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I was uh, not happy about what this uh, fucker... I thought he was planning. And, uh, yeah, spoiler alert. He, he is planning what I think he's planning. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, shock you. <laughs> Hermione, Ron and Harry uh fight for a second about which one of them should go and fight Voldy. These morons. Why are they still at this point? Then they get attacked and Hermione gets them out of there. Uh this ne- <laughs> this next part here is very funny. Um Ron has to shout get back. They flatten themselves against a wall as quote a herd of galloping desks thundered past, shepherded by a sprinting Professor McGonagall.
0: It's the cavalry, dude. <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, she literally, she's all, like, battle-scarred up. She's the battle-scarred Gundam. Um, Her hair's <laughs> flying wild. She's got a gash on her cheek. And... <laughs> They they hear her scream, "George!" She's <laughs> just fucking great. I had to call that out because McGonagall is rad. She's literally making desks come alive to fight, which is rad. Uh, so they get under the cloak, uh, and run. Battles are everywhere. Uh, there's a bit here about Peeves rain worms on Dieters, which is pretty good. Uh, then there's this bit where they see draco and he's like pleading with another death eater and he's like no i'm on your side i'm on your side uh harry stuns the Dieter as they run past and malfoy like takes a look around looking for his savior but of course they're under the cloak and ron just dragon uppercuts him as they're running past he gives him the old "Sure you can and um then uh sure you can sure you can um He's, it says his, he, he fell backward on top of the Death Eater, his mouth bleeding, utterly bemused. I'm not sure that's a proper usage of bemused there. I'm just confused. (laughs) Um, and Ron (laughs) says, that's the second time we've saved your life tonight, you two-faced bastard, Ron yelled. And I'm like, why are they saving his ass at all? Shouldn't Harry, like, partially blame him for Dumble's death, but whatever doesn't matter then the next thing trelawney kills question mark fenrir with a crystal ball she like is (laughs) launching just she's got a whole closet full of big crystal balls that she is just launching like missiles can confirm solid glass balls are extremely heavy uh, and she does a bullseye on old Fenrir Greyback with one of them, and I believe the exact phrase it was, like it hit him and he became still. And I, I mean, like, it probably Psh. knocked him out. I guess the way it was phrased made me more think Trelawney killed Fenrir, so that's. What I mean, that's with. cool. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Go Trelawney. Fuck yeah, Trelawney. <laughs> Fenrir <laughs> so, sucks. So yeah, Fenrir sucks, and Trelawney is. A fucking weirdo. If she kills him, that'd be hilarious. Uh then a bunch of spiders bust in. And Hagrid yells not to hurt them. And I'm just like, God fucking damn it, Hagrid. What are you doing, you dipshit? Yeah. And then a swarm of them carry him off. You know, all treaties are off. Spiders are evil. What do you do? we already talked about this? <laughs> Uh, they get outside. Grop and another giant get into a brawl, and then Luna, Ernie, and Seamus save them from some Dementors. Uh, they're running to the tree, of course. The uh, the Womping Willow. Haven't heard about it in in a in a long time. It's been a while. It's been it's a while. Been a, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, so they get there. This is very funny. Oh yeah, this is. A, this are is you a ready, react. Zach, for a Crookshanks mention? Uh Ron goes. How are we going to get in? Panted Ron. I can see. I can see the place if we just had Crookshanks again. <laughs> Crookshanks wheezed, Hermione. Are you a wizard or what? (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. So this is amazing for a couple of reasons. Are you about to call back? Yes. Yes, Scott. I'm so glad. First first of all, it's amazing because Crookshanks, anytime Crookshanks is mentioned, you know Scott's happy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of, when this was mentioned here, I just had to wonder, like, I'm assuming Crookshanks, she left with her parents, like, Crookshanks moved to Australia with them. Is that? Probably. Okay. I just I just want to make sure Crookshanks I mean, remember, is okay.
0: Crookshanks is half um That's true. He's
1: like a magical cat.
0: Uh Neasel. Half Neasel. So if you like, say
1: so. That's a Pokemon, but okay.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Neasel.
1: I don't actually think it is, but.
0: I'm pretty I'm sure just, it's half Nezel. If I'm, I'm wrong, fuck you. me. I'm probably Whatever.
1: wrong. Whatever. So Uh, yeah, I, I just want Crookshanks to be happy, so I hope wherever he is, if he's with Hermione's parents in Australia, uh, or if he's just, if Hermione released him in the wild, if he's chilling at the bottom of her bag, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He has
0: a whole fucking, like, (laughs) like kennel and like, like a nice little living space.
1: One of those, like, cat scratch towers that they love to climb. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's living it up in there but yes so that's one reason this is amazing but this is also a direct callback to the first book where Hermione is trying to save them from the, the plant the devil snare the devil sure and she's like ah oh, it's weak to fire like, and they're like well, light a fire then and she's like of course but there's no wood and I can't remember if it's Ron or Harry it's, it's Ron is it Ron okay perfect is like, are you a witch or what? <laughs> so, all good things. Amazing callback. Amazing Crookshanks call out. Uh, I am very happy with this. So they get in there. They they crawl through the tunnel, uh, and they hear Voldy and Snape talking.
0: There's a really cool bit here, in just a bit that I really hope you bring attention to.
1: Okay. If not, we shall I will. See. Is it General Veers bringing the ATATs ats to bring down the shield generator? <laughs> 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 General Veers rules, by the way. Just going to throw that out there. Best Imperial. So, throughout this conversation, Severus keeps asking Voldy to let him go back to the battle and bring him Potter. Uh, Voldy is not hearing any of this. He has a real one-track mind about his wand currently. He says, I have a problem, Severus. My lord, said Snape. Why doesn't it work for me, Severus? Um, my lord, I do not understand, said Snape. He's asking
0: You're... why his wood doesn't work for him. He's, a-
1: <laughs> He's asking <laughs> why his wood doesn't work while his snake looks on. He's like, dude,
0: I see you every morning and it's always hard. <laughs> Why doesn't mine work?
1: <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Sna- Snape says, I do not understand you have performed extraordinary magic with that wand. No, said Voldemort. I have performed my usual magic. I am extraordinary. Fucking this arrogance on this dude. But this wand, no. It is not the revealed the wonders it has promised. I feel no difference between this wand and the wand I got from Ollivander all those years ago. Uh, So then he moves to... Perhaps you already know it. You are a clever man after all, Severus. You have been a good and faithful servant and I regret what must happen. Yikes. Severus just kind of keeps... Throughout this whole conversation, he just kind of keeps me. He just wants out of there. He's like, let me go get you, Potter, dude. Let me just... I'll be right back, I promise. (laughs) Uh, Poor guy just wants out, and uh, Voldy is not having it. The Elder Wand cannot serve me properly, Severus, because I am not its true master. Uh, So, yeah. Basically, he is saying a lot of what my theories were uh the Elder Wand belongs to the wizard who killed its last owner you killed Albus Dumbledore while you live the Elder Wand cannot be truly mine uh Snape protests he's just like keep saying my lord uh that's not getting you very far in this argument Severus it cannot be any other way I must master the wand Severus master the wand and I master Potter at last uh, Voldemort swiped the air with the Elder Wand. It did nothing to Snape who for a split second seemed to think he had been reprieved. But then Voldemort's intention became clear. The snake's cage was rolling through the air and before Snape could do anything more than yell, it had encased him head and shoulders and Voldemort spoke in parcel tongue. Kill! <sighs> so yeah. This happens And uh, Voldy once again grabs his snake and he pops off, if you know what I mean. um... (laughs) It's like, it works now. (laughs) He fucking pops off with his snake. Yeah, yeah, he grabs his snake and pops off. Uh, Here's my question, not to, to bring us down again. No, I have a feeling I know what it is. If Voldy is so sure he needs to kill Severus Mm -hmm. for the Elder One to be his, why the fuck does he have his snake do it for him? Is this guy this dumb? Yeah. Yes. He's so... You are so dumb. I mean, narratively, I kind of understand why she needs to have it be the snake so that Snape can be alive for a moment longer to have this moment here with Harry because if he just abracadabra's him, he's dead immediately and the rest of this chapter can't happen. So she's kind of written herself into a corner here because abracadabra is just a terrible spell Uh, and now she's got no way around that.
0: Well, the movie actually fixes the problem, believe it or no, not. No, does it? It's a small detail. Do you care if I tell you?
1: Um, I mean, I'll be watching it soon, so... Okay, well... If you really want to tell me, tell me.
0: No, you know what? I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you watch it. Okay. And just,
1: yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. The snake, obviously, has bitten Snape in the neck at mortal wound, Voldy has popped off with his snake, and so Harry goes in. Snape seized the front of his robes and pulled him close, a terrible, rasping, gurgling noise issued from Snape's throat. Take it! Take it! Something more than blood was leaking from Snape, silvery silvery blue, neither gas nor liquid. It gushed from his mouth and his ears and his eyes. And Harry know, knew what it was, but did not know what to do. I had to read this a couple times because I was very confused for a minute. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you thought it was come. Oh, <laughs> Yes, that's instantly the first thing that <laughs> always jumps into my mind um, is coming. Um, I was like, Chosen oh, shit, it's, it's it's a memory. So Hermione uh, conjures up a flask for him. He grabs it. He puts, you know. Uh, a whole, a whole, he, he, he fills his, this flask up with this cum, uh, filled to the brim.
0: This fucking memory jizz. This
1: memory, how <laughs> have we never called it memory jizz before? Because <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god it's so
0: off-brand for us to not have made that joke before
1: it is very (laughs) off-brand i regret all the pensive chapters we could have been talking about memory juice oh man (laughs) what a loss we have to (laughs) we have to go back and re-record those now (laughs) (laughs) uh (laughs) when the flask this is a direct quote by the way when the flask was full to the brim and Snape looked as though there was no blood left in him. Yeah, no cum left in him either. <laughs> Drained dry. Drained dude. dry. His grip on Harry's robe slackened. Look at me, he whispered. The green eyes found the black, but after a second, something in the depths of the dark pair seemed to vanish, leaving them fixed, blank, and empty. The hand holding Harry thudded to the floor, and Snape moved. No more. What the actual fuck? Listen, I kind of knew Snape wasn't going to survive this story, if I'm being honest. Uh, did not care for the way it happened. Mostly because I just think Voldy sucks. I think he sucks so bad. Like, I, Here's, here's, man, I don't want to bring this down, but I have to. Why doesn't anyone actually ever try to challenge him? Like, all these Dieters just let Voldy run roughshod over them. We've never actually seen Voldy prove how much of a badass he is over them. We've seen Voldy fight literally one time, and he got the floor wiped. He... wait. He... How am I phrasing things? He wiped the floor? He got the floor wiped with himself. That's not it at all, but we'll go with it. (laughs) Dumbledore wiped the floor with him. That's what I'm trying to say. Dumbledore smoked him in the ministry with ease. And that is the only time we have seen Voldy fight. I guess you could say we kind of saw him fight in the graveyard when he couldn't kill a teenager. So even more so reason. Why does everyone just let Voldy do whatever the fuck he wants whenever he wants? He sucks. Look, I need I, here's 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 the, here's, the thing. here's here's I just thought of the perfect example. We see Darth Vader be a badass and that no one can challenge him. Like he's just choking fools across the table. They know they got no chance at him. We never get that with Voldy. They I just mean, respect see, we him. We
0: see him. We see him torturing his followers. Yeah,
1: but they never challenge him. No nobody ever is like, I've had enough of you, Voldy, and attacks him and he, we see how much better he is than them. I, I would
0: That's all I need. I would actually agree that that, that yeah, his um his his kind of character build is a little lackluster. Yeah. Like like yeah, I, I think that, that that could be really valuable to like kind of just like enforcing how menacing he is supposed to be right like we we are just supposed to take the word you know obviously take the word for it
1: yeah that's the thing we're just we're taking the word for it as far as i'm concerned he's 0 for 1 in fights in the series and he got worked he got dump trucked that one fight so he just he's so stupid i I, i've rant about this enough (sighs) It's just a shitty way for my boy Snape to go out. It sucks. Like, listen, I knew he was going to go out, but couldn't they have at least had Snape try and fight him?
0: That would have been so cool. And
1: Voldy's just better. That would have been sick as fuck. (sighs) Also, the, (laughs) the final thought I had at the end of this chapter was... So they got this memory jizz, but uh, are they just going to Accio a pensive out of their assholes or something? (laughs) Like, they have to have a pensive, right, to see these. Mm -hmm. That that gets fixed very quickly next chapter, but that was my thought. Um, That is the end of chapter 32. So before
0: we hop into the next chapter,
1: I'd like to uh,
0: take a very quick break and request a specific uh, favor from all of our listeners. Word of mouth goes a long way, and we know that you guys are telling, you know, your best friends about the show. Um, if you post something on one of your social medias and tag us in it, uh, share the love about the show. We are nearing a year of, uh, wow. of this podcast. That's true, And Damn. I just want to take a second, because th- this will be posted in the middle of December. Uh, to just say this has been fucking awesome, and I don't think Scott and I really intended for this to like kind of become a thing where people all over the world were listening to this show.
1: I certainly didn't intend for this to take fifty episodes. You <laughs> lying sack of shit! <laughs> yeah. I was fooled.
0: It was a ruse.
1: I, it was a ruse. <laughs> I got bamboozled. But um.
0: But in all seriousness, you know, jokes aside, uh, this has been a fucking wild ride this past year, and we are nearing the end. And if you guys are loving the show as much as we are loving making it for you, um, let let's see something on on your social media. Let's, you know, tag us, hashtag we don't want a podcast, something like that. Uh you know, spread spread the word, because although we have grown and we have listeners, you know. Throughout the world, which is still fucking unbelievable to me. Uh now we got a little taste of it, you know? I got a we, little we, taste we of good life. A little taste of the good life. <laughs> yeah, no, we we just want every grandma to be able to hear the show ever. Every single so, one. So yeah, you know, it it would mean a lot. So yeah, uh say something nice. Also go go hit us up on uh iTunes and uh leave a review because that also helps us become more searchable. Uh so hopefully Other Potter fans and One Piece fans out there can discover the show and hopefully have a good time like you all. That is it. I just wanted to get a chance to say that.
1: Yeah, you actually confunded me at the end of book six. (laughs) that's that's when that's how I'm sitting here 50 episodes later to do this show. You're fucking idiots. It's true.
0: Let's, uh, let's jump back into this fucking banger of a chapter, Scott.
1: Okay. Zachary, chapter 33 is titled The Prince's Tale. And you know I don't give a shit about chapter titles normally. But I have never, ever in the history of this series been more excited by the name of a chapter.
0: Okay,
2: all right.
1: I literally told you at the end of last episode, I'm like, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop on this Snape thing. Like, I just want to know, <sighs> what the deal, what's going on with Snape? And boy, do we get some Snape, some Half-Blood Prince, some Mr. Prince in this chapter. Does it
0: fulfill your deepest desires? <sighs>
1: Yes and no, and I will get to the no part of that at the end. Okay. Mostly yes, but there's 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 a caveat, a misgiving I have, but I will save that uh, in six hours and we are done with this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, Voldy Voice, patent pending, tells everyone that he's ordering a one hour ceasefire and that he'll wait in the forest for Harry to come to him Uh, he says every drop of magical blood is a waste but also he will very personally murder the shit out of every single one of them if they don't give him Harry Harry isn't quite sure how to feel except shock at how and why snape had been killed. Uh they go back up to the castle where the dead have been gathered in the great hall and pomfrey is treating the injured. Our guy forenze there's quick mention here is real messed up. He seems real injured but I don't really care about that because uh then my whole world was shattered. Um, for the first of many times in this chapter. Oh, yeah. As Ginny and Hermione moved closer to the rest of the family, Harry had a clear view of the bodies lying next to Fred. Remus and Tonks, pale and still and peaceful-looking, apparently asleep beneath a dark, enchanted ceiling. I had to read that, like, four times before I could process what i was reading dude i got goosebumps you reading that i did not want to believe it and had the fact that it you know obviously this is this is just wordplay but says apparently asleep mike my, my brain was trying to rationalize it as like they're just napping <laughs> they're just having a they're little just, mid-battle nap <laughs> yeah, dude they're just fucking taking a little nap <laughs> they're, just, they're just a little sleepy this sucks Little Ted Tonks is parentless. Yeah. He's only got one grandparent, too. It's Ted uh, Tonks Sr. is dead.
0: It's heavy stuff, man. It's
1: the fact that it's both of them, dude. Yeah.
0: And and what's what's even heavier is that Tonks wasn't even supposed to be there. She
1: wasn't even supposed to be there. Fucking Harry kicked her out of the safe room. Mm hmm. It's it's rough. I didn't even look like, you know, I was not like the biggest fan of Tonks, but
0: it's still it's still fucked up.
1: still cuts. I mean, obviously, everyone knows I adore Lupin. And this hurts. This loss hurts. The Great Hall seemed to fly away, become a smaller shrink as Harry reeled backward from the doorway. He could not draw breath. He could not bear to look at any of the other bodies to see who else had died for him. He could not bear to join the Weasleys, could not look into their eyes, when if he had given himself up in the first place, Fred might never have died. So Harry retreats. I can't even process. It's
0: so this. sad, dude.
1: Harry retreats through a deserted castle to Dumble's office. Even, it makes mention even all the paintings are empty. Like Just like everyone that's still alive is basically in the Great Hall. Uh, this is a direct quote as... Okay, so... <laughs> another fair warning to our listeners. Um... This wa <laughs> I copy and pasted so much in this chapter. It's basically just... I'm basically just going to be reading you this chapter, so... <laughs> settle in for story time with Uncle Scotty. Uh... Because I'm gonna be just direct reading from the book a lot because
0: there's a lot here
1: god damn it is there some stuff to escape into someone else's head would be a blessed relief nothing that even snape had left him could be worse than his own thoughts and he dives in to the pensive and this is where i would just like to take another moment zachary to say that I have been a fool. I've been such a fool, Zach. I saw so much of this coming and yet so very little. There was so much that was all so obvious in hindsight, so directly in front of me and I didn't see it.
0: I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm just... (sighs)
1: Like I um, like
0: I want to bask in like, haha! You like, you fucking got got you bitch. But also like, I feel you, man. I'm sorry, pal. I just <laughs> Scott is now crying off camera.
1: No, I just I don't even know how to process this. I, I like I said, I didn't know how to take notes on this chapter. For every time I was like, oh yeah, nailed that. I was also like, how did I not fucking see that coming? How, it, it, look, ugh.
0: hey, pal, look, after the podcast, I'll show you me coming just to, <sighs> you know, that way. OK, you, you have, okay you have now I feel better. To. Yeah, now
1: right. I feel better. Now I can keep going. I'm fine now. <laughs>
0: so, you think our listeners will ever get tired of my dick and coming jokes?
1: I sure hope not. That's literally all I've got. <laughs> That's all we've got. Don't take it from us. <laughs> um shit so the first memory um is a very shabby 10 year old Snape is watching young Lily and Petunia on the playground and this this was my first of many revelations the second I see like Snape watching Lily I'm like Snape fucking loved Lily Potter I am such a goddamn fool for not seeing that.
0: It hit you that quick, huh? Yep. And then that's what this <sighs> starts with. So you're just basking in that the entire time, too. Yeah, yep.
1: <laughs> I am such a fool. I am. Uh,
0: I have to admit myself, very, very surprised that you did not pick up on that
1: i i know i i I literally said zach i had been a goddamn fool for all my predictions all my you know like this is what i'm thinking bullshit Mm -hmm. i i cannot believe i did not see that there 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 had to have been a reason an another reason besides what we even saw for snape's Pure unadulterated hatred towards James Potter and this makes it make so much more sense and I yeah so i'm a I'm a just a fool I'm a goddamn idiot um and I realize that instantly as I read this so yeah he's he's watching them Lily is doing magic despite petunia's protests um she doesn't really know what she's doing though Snape busts out he's a real awkward son of a bitch uh, he's like hey I know you you're a witch <laughs> She's, they're just gonna like excuse you and he's like no 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 it's cool I know this because my mother's a witch and I'm a wizard Uh, he is extremely awkward and creepy and weird about it and they just run off totally understandable <laughs> it cuts to a later scene with just Severus and Lily talking. Sev. Sev. Yes, she calls him Sev. It's real, isn't it? It's not a joke. Petunia says you're lying to me. Petunia says there isn't a Hogwarts. It is real, isn't it? It's real for us, said Snape, not for her. But we'll get the letter, you and me. Really? whispered Lily. Definitely, said Snape. And even with his poorly cut hair and his odd clothes, he struck an oddly impressive figure, brimful of confidence in his destiny. And will it really come by owl? Lily whispered. Normal, wait, wait, says, wait, wait, wait,
0: did you just say Willy Lispered?
1: Oh, did I? I think Lily, you did. <laughs> Lily whispered.
0: Willie Lispered? That was my nickname in high school, dude. Because
1: <laughs> you had a lisp and you had a Willie, obviously. My Willie lisped. Lisper. You're Willy Lispered. Uh will it really come by owl? Lily whispered. <laughs> Normally, said Snape, but you're muggle born, so someone from the school will have to come and explain it to your parents. I found this a little interesting. Uh I wonder if like did was did Dumble go and talk to Hermione's parents? Is that usually how it goes?
0: Uh no, it's usually it's it's usually not the uh the headmaster.
1: Okay, gotcha. Does it make a difference being muggle-born? Snape hesitated. His black eyes, eager in the greenish gloom, moved over the pale face, the dark red hair. No, he said. It doesn't make any difference. Good, said Lily, relaxing. It was clear that she had been worrying. You've got loads of magic, said Snape. I saw that. All the time I was watching you. His voice trailed away, this creepy son of a bitch. Uh... How are things in your house? Lily asked. A little crease appeared between his eyes. Fine, he said. They're not arguing anymore? Oh yes, they're arguing, said Snape. But it won't be that long and I'll be gone. Doesn't your dad like magic? He doesn't like anything much, said Snape. Uh, Obviously, Snape... uh, you know it it's made very clear that Snape had you know a rough upbringing, like a rough home life his like clothes are shabby and weird and mismatched. he lives in a bad part of town um he's awkward, he's weird and creepy right um greasy air yes it's it's just a real tough not to feel for him um You're they realize fucking bitch Scott hold on, we'll get there, buddy, save it they realize petunia is spying on them and she makes fun of severus's blouse he's like it seems like he's wearing like a blouse not just like a shirt uh and he cracks a branch with magic and it falls on her lily gets mad asks him if he did that he denies it and she gets real mad and storms off cuts to them standing on the train platform petunia is mad at lily for going to hogwarts uh and lily basically is like uh hey maybe when i get there i can ask and maybe they'll let you come petunia is like you think i want to be a freak lily's eyes filled with filled with tears as petunia succeeded in tugging her hand away i'm not a freak said lily that's a horrible thing to say that's where you're going said petunia a special school for freaks you and that snape boy weirdos that's what you two are it's good you're being separated from normal people it's for our safety you can already see petunia being a real piece of shit (laughs) just like when she's older and is a piece of shit to harry Mm -hmm. lily glanced towards her parents then she looked back at her sister and her voice was low and fierce you didn't think it was such a freak school when you wrote to the headmaster and begged him to take you petunia turned scarlet beg i didn't beg i saw his reply it was very kind you shouldn't have read that was my private how could you lily uh, gave herself away by half glancing toward toward where snape stood nearby that boy found it you and that boy have been sneaking in my room now Lily was on the defensive. Severus saw the envelope, and he couldn't believe a muggle could have contacted Hogwarts As all. He says there must be wizards wor- working undercover in the postal service, which I just find a very funny detail. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently wizards poke their noses in everywhere, said Petunia. Freak! She spat at her sister, and she left to where her parents stood. So now they're on the train um and they're in this compartment uh severus kind of has to talk to lily she's uh, upset obviously at this parting with her sister and severus kind of calms her down a little bit um then uh my favorite character uh he makes a reappearance um he says who wants to be in slytherin i think i'd leave wouldn't you James asked the boy lounging on the seats opposite him. And with a jolt, Harry realized that it was Sirius. This is is how this came up. Severus basically told Lily, like, hey, you better be in Slytherin, because he's sure he's going to be in Slytherin. Right. Sirius did not smile. My whole family have been in Slytherin, he said. Blimey, said James, and I thought you seemed all right. (laughs) Sirius grinned. Maybe I'll break the tradition. Where are you heading if you've got the choice? James listed an invisible sword. Gryffindor, where the dwell where dwell the brave at heart, like my dad. Snape made a small, disparaging noise. James turned on him. Got a problem with that? No, said Snape. If you'd rather be brawny than brainy. Where are you hoping to go, seeing as you're neither? interjected Sirius. That's just that's just a low blow, Sirius. <laughs> james roared with pretty laughter. quick on the draw though he is pretty quick sirius always quick with the jokes to light up your smoke um <laughs> to light up my jode <laughs> lily sat up rather flushed and looked from james to sirius in dislike come on severus let's find another compartment Ooh! james and sirius imitated her lofty voice james tried to trip snape as he passed see a snivelous, a voice called as the compartment door slammed so they th- these two were always assholes oh yeah as 10 year olds even they oh sucked. yeah
0: it's like uh i mean they just hard reminisce of draco like yes. just pompous ass little draco
1: it is just i mean it's... <sighs> boy yeah it's just such a reversal i mean Harry is basically Severus, and Sirius and James are Draco and his cronies, more or less. Yeah. So it cuts to the sorting. Lily is immediately sent to Gryffindor, and she gives Severus, quote, a sad little smile as she goes to the opposite side of the hall. Severus goes to Slytherin. (laughs) and prefect lucius i guess i never realized lucius is older than uh than severus uh he's already a prefect uh lucius kind of pats him on the back as severus sits down with the slytherins right cuts forward uh this is i think harry mentions they definitely look older and taller so this is probably several years later thought we were supposed to be friends snape was saying best friends we are, Sev, but I don't like some of the people you're hanging around with. I'm sorry, but I detest Avery and Mulciber. Mulciber, what do you see in him, Sev? He's creepy. Do you know what he tried to do to marry MacDonald the other day? That was nothing, said Snape. It was a laugh, that's all. It was dark magic, and if you think that's funny, what about the stuff Potter and his mates get up to, demanded Snape. ''What's Potter got to do with anything?'' said Lily. ''They sneak out at night. There's something weird about that Lupin. Where does he keep going?'' ''He's ill,'' said Lily. ''They say he's ill.'' ''Every month at the full moon?'' said Snape. ''I know your theory,'' said Lily. ''Why are you so obsessed with them anyway? Why do you care what they're doing at night?'' ''I'm just trying to show you they're not as wonderful as everyone seems to think they are.'' The intensity of his gaze made her blush. They don't use dark magic, though. She dropped her voice. And you're being really ungrateful. I heard what happened the other night. You went sneaking down that tunnel by the Whomping Willow, and James Potter saved you from whatever's down there. Snape's whole face contorted, and he spluttered. Saved! Saved! You think he was playing the hero? He was saving his neck and his friends, too. You're not going to... I won't let you... Let me let me Lily's bright eyes were green slits Snape backtracked at once at least he knows
0: yeah at least (laughs) at least he he has uh, some wits about him
1: yeah I didn't mean I just I just don't want you to see you made a fool of he fancies you James Potter fancies you and he's not everyone thinks big Quidditch hero Snape's bitterness and dislike were rendering him incoherent. I love I love the way this is described. And Lily's eyebrows were travelling farther and farther up her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I know James Potter's an arrogant toe rag, she said, cutting across Snape. I don't need you to tell me that. But Mulci- Mulciber's and Avery's idea of humor is just evil. Evil Sev. I don't understand how you can be friends with them. Harry doubted that Snape had even heard her strictures on Mulciber and Avery. The moment she had insulted James Potter, his whole body had relaxed. And as they walked away, there was a new spring in Snape's step, and the scene dissolved. We cut forward yet again. Harry is taken to the scene where they humiliate Severus, uh, which we've already seen. This is the one that Harry saw, obviously, in the pensive when he was supposed to be learning Occlumency, Uh, where they humiliate Severus and he calls Lily mudblood.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Harry stays back. He says he doesn't even want to see this scene again. He's had enough of it. it cuts forward. I'm sorry. I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Save your breath. It was nighttime. Lily, who was wearing a dressing gown, stood with her arms folded in front of the portrait of the fat lady at the entrance to Gryffindor Tower. I only came out because Mary told me you were threatening to sleep here. I was. I would have done. I never meant to call you Mudblood. It just slipped out. There was no pity in Lily's voice. It's too late. I've made excuses for you for years. None of my friends can understand why I even talk to you. You and your precious little Death Eater friends. You see, you don't even deny it. You don't even deny that's what they're all aiming to be. You can't wait to join you-know-who, can you? He opened his mouth but closed it without speaking. I can't pretend anymore. You've chosen your way. I've chosen mine. No, listen, I didn't mean to call me Mudblood, but you call everyone of my birth Mudblood Severus. Why should I be any different? Dude, ouch. (sighs) He struggled on the verge of speech, but with a contemptuous look, she turned and climbed back through the portrait hole. As if this everything here was not brutally cutting enough, it somehow manages to only get worse uh, Mm -hmm. from here. (laughs) It cuts to Snape standing uh, terrified. On this abandoned hillside, as our fucking dude Dumble apparates in. He asks what message Voldy has for him, and Severus says he's here on his own account and that he has a message, not a warning. Or no, a message, no, a warning. Dumble asks what a request a Death Eater could have of him. Severus mentions the prophecy. And Dumble is like, oh yeah, that. How much of it did you tell Voldy? And he's like, I told him everything that I heard. He says, Voldy is convinced that it is Lily's son uh, that is the subject of this prophecy and that he's going to kill them all, all the potters. Dumble tells him, surely if she means that much to you, Voldy will spare her. Severus is distressed. He says he has asked, but no. Voli has no intention of sparing her. Uh, this is where it gets really brutal. Do you you disgust me, said Dumbledore, and Harry had never heard so much contempt in his voice. Snape seemed to shrink a little. You do not care then about the deaths of her husband and child. They can die as long as you have what you want. Snape said nothing, but merely looked up at Dumbledore. Hide them all, then, he croaked. Keep her... them... safe, please. And what will you give me in return, Severus? In... in return? Snape gaped at Dumbledore, and Harry expected him to protest, but after a long moment, he said, Anything. time passes and Snape is now sitting in Dumble's office just a fucking wreck um the quote here says Snape looked like a man who had lived a hundred years of misery since leaving the hilltop he says I thought that you were going to protect her dude Dumble says, I'm sorry, they put their faith in the wrong person. Rather like you, Severus. Uh, because he obviously wanted Voldy to spare her, and Voldy did not. Her son lives. He has her eyes, precisely her eyes. You remember the shape and color of Lily Evans's eyes, I'm sure. Dumbledore just going straight for the jugular.
0: Dude. Don't!
1: "'Bellowed Snape, gone, dead. "'Is this remorse, Severus? "'I wish, I wish I were dead. "'And what use would that be to anyone?' said Dumbledore coldly. "'If you loved Lily Evans, if you truly loved her, "'then your way forward is clear.' "'Snape seemed to peer through a haze of pain, "'and Dumbledore's words appeared to take a long time to reach him. "'What, what do you mean?' You know how and why she died. Make sure it was not in vain. Help me protect Lily's son. He does not need protection. The Dark Lord is gone. The Dark Lord will return, and Harry Potter will be in terrible danger when he does. There was a long pause, and slowly Snape regained control of himself, mastered his own breathing. At last, he said, Very well, very well. But never, never tell Dumbledore this must be between us. Swear it. I cannot bear, especially Potter's son. I want your word. My word, Severus, that I shall never reveal the best of you? Dumbledore sighed, looking down into Snape's ferocious, anguished face. If you insist. Ouch! Jesus
0: Christ. Jesus My word that I should never reveal the best of you.
1: Oh my god. Do we need
0: a break here or you want to finish the rest of the me- the memories and then go through them?
1: I don't know. I don't even know what I Maybe we do break here. Dude. Okay, and and cuz from this point forward it's more about
2: what's Dumbled's been happening plan. behind of behind the scenes. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Up until this point it's just you know, it's it's the past, everything kind of up until the start of the books and now it's what's been happening behind the scenes through the books. So maybe this is a good place to I, I what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> i mean i just i haven't gotten
0: anything from you on this entire memory sequence yet you're just reading it
1: (laughs) i know i told you i didn't know how to take notes on this section (laughs) it's just it's all good it's all so good and so well written and it makes my heart hurt and i just emotional reading i don't I was emotional, but I, I I didn't actually like I I didn't ever really tear up. I don't think. sure. I no, don't no, no. But like, it's heavy. It's heavy, and it's it. Obviously, you know I'm a Severus fan, and I've been waiting seven goddamn books for more Severus stuff. I did stuff. my waiting. <laughs> Thirteen years of being in Azkaban. Yeah, sure. Uh and now here is just you couldn't. I've had Severus withdrawals for seven books, and now you're just going to overdose me hard here in this (laughs) chapter. You got overdosed. Overdosed on the Sev. I got overdosed hard on the Sev. The Sev actually sounds like that's like a cyberpunk drug. Like, (laughs) hey, we're going to go score some Sev, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, boy, I I got some Sev from that guy over there. I... I cannot believe I did not see this coming. I am such a goddamn fool. It makes Aren't so you much glad, sense. Aren't
0: glad, though, that you didn't because it made reading this chapter so much better?
1: Yes, you're right. I am glad that I didn't see it coming. But it's just, it's all so good. It... The part that I will say that still bothers me is... Maybe that shoe has still yet to drop, but I have seen nothing ever that allows me to believe that Lily Potter would ever marry, or sorry, Lily Evans would ever marry James Potter. And maybe that is still yet to come. Sure. Um, but that dude sucks ass. She seems very cool. I like her. Um, but, but I mean, aside from that, like, this is just it's it's soul crushing. Like, Severus is such a tragic figure because he cannot get out of his own way. Like, he truly loves Lily and wants to be with her, but he also just can't help himself from dabbling in the dark arts and being friends with de- Death Eaters and. You know, wanting to follow Voldy, and ultimately that loses him Lily. Um, multiple times. First, he loses her basically as a friend, and then he loses her to death, and it yeah. breaks him. It's and f- he's fucking good, dude. And then he spends the next like. 16 how old is Harry now 17? 17 17 years trying to basically earn his redemption it's it's brutal it's absolutely soul crushing
0: I I just I like this entire time, I feel like I haven't said much but like I'm just sitting here listening to you read and I'm just like oh yes dude i
1: haven't said much either none of these are my words this is just i'm like i said i'm literally just gonna read this entire chapter to you more or less (laughs) and i apologize but i don't know what else to do because i cannot do it justice in my terrible little joke filled summaries as i (laughs) as i normally attempt to (sighs) let us continue let's let's let us continue um, it's uh, spoiler alert the rest of this is also incredible and I will still be reading a lot Um, so strap on strap me on daddy strap me on daddy here we go so this is we fast forward now to this must be sometime during uh, Harry's first year during Sorcerer's Stone, Snape is ranting to Dumbledore. Mediocre, arrogant as his father, a determined rule-breaker, delighted to find himself famous, attention-seeking and impertinent. You see what you expect to see, Severus, said Dumbledore, without raising his eyes from a copy of Transfiguration today. Dumbledore's so cool, he's like, I, I'm not even going to give you my full attention, dude. This, this magazine article is very interesting. <laughs> Uh, Other teachers report that the boy is modest, likable, and reasonably talented. Personally, I find him an engaging child. Dumbledore turned a page and said without looking up, Keep an eye on Quirrell, won't you? I had to put this exact quote in here because I knew you and everyone else would roast the ever-living shit out of me if I did not draw attention to... You see what you expect to see about Harry specifically, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I know everyone out there is going to say that this is just—you know—I'm seeing what I expect to see with Harry. And nah, nah, definitely not, (laughs) definitely not. Nah, I see, I see what you're trying to say there, what you're thinking. I see what you're thinking there, Zach. But nah, nah, nah. Nah. You know what I'm actually thinking? Nah, 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 nah. nah I'm nah, thinking nah, nah, nah. that there that is it. no
0: cure for being a cunt.
1: <laughs> a wise man by the name of Braun once said that there's no cure for being a cunt. Uh, no that's cure. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yes. and you and you, sir. Exhibit A. Exhibit A, yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Whole nother there's, level over here, dude. There is no cure for being a cunt but yeah nah nah i see exactly how harry is presented as uh jk rowling presents him in these books and he's a shit heel he sucks he's the worst anyway in next show severus you don't think like racist
0: uh severus sucks
1: i mean yeah of course he does but he's... Oh,
0: but what? You mean his upbringing kind of, like, shaped that? No, 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 That's
1: quite interesting. No, 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 Huh. Hold on. Let me finish. He's a product
0: of his environment, right? I get it. Let me finish.
1: Gotcha. We'll get to the end, and I will address that. I will address you, you son of a bitch, you. So, in next show, Severus, this is Goblet of Fire Time. Uh, Severus is a flat is, circle time is a flat circle <laughs> Severus is telling Dumble that the mark, the dark mark is growing darker and Karkle, old, fa- old friend Karkle is going to flee if he returns being Voldy Dumble asks if he, Severus is tempted to do the same and he says no I am not such a coward no said Dumbledore you are a braver man by far than Igor Karkarov sometimes I think we sort too soon hey remember when I said that at the beginning of the episode hey remember (laughs) next shows Dumble in terrible shape uh, after destroying the ring so this is probably in between books 5 and 6 uh snape is trying to contain um the curse to his hand why did you put on that ring It carries a curse surely you realize that why even touch it marvolo gaunt's ring lay on the desk before dumbledore it was cracked the sword of gryffindor lay beside it dumbledore grimaced i was a fool sorely tempted Tempted by what Dumbledore did not answer. so this kind of, I think pretty much confirms that the ring is indeed the uh the old resurrection stone. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm reading into that uh, but I think Dumble not telling him. And him saying he was sorely tempted basically means he was trying to probably bring back his sister or his mother from the dead, I'm guessing. Dude, Um, how
0: heart-wrenching is that, too? It's brutal.
1: It's so good. Why would you put on the ring, my dude? Tempted.
0: I love that Dumbledore is flawed like that. I love it so much.
1: Dude, it's... the whole reveal of the, the true reveal of this chapter, forget the Snape stuff. The true reveal is that Dumble is not the man at all that he has been portrayed as for six and nine tenths of a book. Mm. (laughs) That he is actually an evil ass chess master son of a bitch. But we'll get to that. Oh.
2: <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, this fucking chapter. <laughs> dude, I'm so giddy. Um, I'm so yeah. giddy, dude. How, how, okay, on a scale of one to uh, diamond in an ice storm, how hard are you right now?
0: I'm fucking harder than like adamantium, baby. <laughs>
1: Harder than Antium confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. So, so next, Snape tells Dumbledore that he is extremely lucky to have returned at all Uh, from, you know, obviously getting this ring because this curse basically should have killed him. Dumbledore says Snape has done very well and just with the utmost casualness, Asks Severus how much time he has left. Severus says maybe a year. Dumble says he is lucky to have Severus. And actually, this makes things very simple. Oh, yes, it does. He is referring to Voli's plan to have Draco murder him. Severus tells him, Voldy does not expect Draco to succeed. This is merely torture, punishment for Lucius's failures. Dumble says, so the boy has a death sentence as sure as me. I expect the job will fall to you after he fails. Severus says yes. He thinks that's Voldy's plan. He doesn't think uh Voldy Voldy doesn't think he'll need Snape as a spy much longer because the school will soon be in his grasp Dumble asks that does he have Severus's word that he will do all in his power to keep the students safe when that happens and Snape nods this is Dumbledore again good now then your first priority will be to discover what draco is up to a frightened teenage boy is a danger to others as well as to himself offer him help and guidance he ought to accept it he likes you much less since his father has lost favor draco blames me he thinks i have usurped lucius's position all the same try i'm concerned less for myself than for accidental victims of whatever schemes might occur to the boy we basically saw all this play out directly this way, is that, yeah, Draco's schemes nearly got, uh, what's-her-name, Katie Bell killed. Katie Bell and Ron. Uh, and- yeah, and Dumble not concerned at all for himself. Ultimately, of course, there's only one thing to be done if we are to save him from Lord Voldemort's wrath. Snape raised his eyebrows, and his tone was sardonic as he asked, are you intending to let him kill you? Certainly not. You must kill me. There was a long silence, broken only by an odd clicking noise. Fox! We get a fox shout-out here. Hell yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, 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 fox the phoenix was gnawing a bit of cuddle Would you like me to do it now? As Snape, his voice heavy with irony. Or would you like a, formo- a few moments to compose an epitaph? The cheek on Snape here is so good. Oh, not quite yet, said Dumbledore, smiling. I dare say the moment will present itself in due course, given what has happened tonight. He indicated his withered hand. We can be sure that it will happen within a year. If you don't mind dying, said Snape roughly, why not let Draco do it? That boy's soul is not yet so damaged, said Dumbledore. I would not have ripped it apart. I would not have it ripped apart on my account. This is cold-blooded. And my soul, Dumbledore, mine? Because basically, Dumbledore basically is just telling him, like, yeah, I don't want Draco to suffer for having to kill me. Uh, Meanwhile, he's also asking Snape to kill him. And Snape's like, what the hell, bro? you alone know whether it will harm your soul to help an old man avoid pain and humiliation said Dumbledore I ask this one great favor of you Severus because death <laughs> the fucking cheek on Dumbledore death is coming for me as surely as the Chudley Cannons will finish bottom of this year's league <laughs> good old Chudley Cannons shout love out love a good well. Chud love a good chud I confess I should prefer a quick painless exit to the protracted and messy affair it will be if for instance Greyback is involved I hear Voldemort has recruited him or dear Bellatrix who likes to play with her food before she eats it his tone was light but his blue eyes pierced Snape as they had frequently pierced Harry as though the soul they discussed was visible to him At last, Snape gave another curt nod. Dumbledore seemed satisfied. Thank you, Severus. And now, we get uh, the scene that Hagrid Hagrid partially overheard as they were arguing on the grounds. Severus wants to know what he's doing with Harry. Because obviously this is during the time that Dumbledore and Harry are Locked up in his office having their little pensive sessions. Uh, Dumble makes a pretty good quip about, like, what, you want to give him even more detention? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Severus says Harry is his father all over again. Agreed. Uh, Dumble says no, his deepest nature is more like his mother. And also he's like, I have info. I have to pass to Harry before my time is up. Severus is big mad that Dumble also won't give him this info. And Dumble basically responds by saying that he doesn't want to put all his secrets in one basket. Especially a basket that uh, is basically Voldy's right hand man. Which is fair. Which is fair, but also Severus is like, I do that on your orders, dick. Also, like, if he knows my secrets, I'm fucked either way, so fuck you. Uh, But yeah, Severus is like, I do that on your orders. And you do it extremely well. Do not think that I underestimate the constant danger in which you place yourself, Severus. To give Voldemort what appears to be valuable information while withholding the essentials is a job I would entrust to nobody but you. Yet you confide much more in a boy who is incapable of occlumency, whose magic is mediocre, and who has a direct connection into the Dark Lord's mind. Voldemort fears that connection, said Dumbledore. Not so long ago, he had a one small taste of what truly sharing Harry's mind means to him. It was pain such as he has never experienced. He will not try to possess Harry again, I am sure. Not in that way. I don't understand. Lord Voldemort's soul, maimed as it is, cannot bear close contact with a soul like Harry's. Like a tongue on frozen steel. Like flesh in flame. Souls, says Snape. We were talking of minds. In the case of Harry and Lord Voldemort, to speak of one is to speak of the other. I love it. So here is... Uh, <laughs> I'm just over here being a fucking hype man right now. Yeah, like, you are. You're nothing really... else to say but just like... Yeah. <laughs> just the hype man just gassing us up, everything. Uh, Hold on. One, one small thing here before we get to the real... Uh, Uh, fucking bomb drop Uh, Dumble moves on to say after you have killed me Severus Snape cuts him off and is real angry this is basically the part that I think Hagrid overheard you refuse to tell me everything you expect that small service of me you take a great deal for granted Dumbledore suppose I have changed my mind you gave me your word Severus And speaking of services you owe me, you're not doing a great eye-keeping on Draco, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Come to my office tonight, and you shall not complain that I have no confidence in you. And here we come to the probably ultimate fucking bombshell. Out of all these goddamn bombs, fucking carpet bombing fest over here so they're in their office and this is Dumbledore Harry cannot know not until the last moment and it is necessary otherwise how could he have the strength to do what must be done speaking of course of destroying the Horcruxes Snape wants to know what that is like what what needs to be done but Dumbledore won't tell him he says there will come a time After I am gone, when Voldy is fearful for his snake. I'm like, I'm always fearful for my snake. (laughs) Uh, Only once he's keeping it closely protected, you need to tell Harry something. Snape's like, tell him what? Dumbledore took a deep breath and closed his eyes. Tell him that on the night, Lord Voldemort tried to kill him. When Lily cast her own life between them as a shield, the killing curse rebounded upon Lord Voldemort, and a fragment of Voldemort's soul was blasted apart from the whole, and latched itself onto the only living soul left in that collapsing building. Part of Lord Voldemort lives inside Harry, and it is that which gives him the power of speech with snakes, and a connection with Lord Voldemort's mind that he has never understood. And while that fragment of soul, unmissed by Voldemort, remains attached and protected by Harry, Lord Voldemort cannot die. We've gotten very little. It's happened only a couple times in this whole chapter that we actually get kind of reaction to what he's seeing from from Harry. Mm -hmm. It mostly is just jumping directly to the next thing. Right. So it's very interesting here that, uh, I mean, and understandable that this is one of the very, very few that we get. Harry seemed to be watching the two men from one end of a long tunnel. They were so far away from him, their voices echoing strangely in his ears. That specifically, that's the. He
0: seems to be watching them from a long tunnel, like from the other end of a long tunnel. Uh I picture like a very, like christopher nolan-esque like scene like like zooming out like
2: through
1: this (laughs) long tunnel and uh, ah
0: it's it's so yeah fucked dude
1: like i said the fact that we get almost nothing like as far as like reaction or like of harry's internal thoughts in this chapter but but like this here Specifically, I mean, it just hammers. It, it, it
0: snaps you back to like, oh, this applies right. to him. Like yes. he is there, having to process this. Yeah.
1: Yes. So the boy, the boy must die, as Snape quite calmly, and Voldemort himself must do it, Severus. That is essential. Another long silence. Then Snape said. I thought—all these years that we were protecting him for her. For Lily. We have protected him because it has been essential to teach him, to raise him, to let him try his strength," said Dumbledore, his eyes still tight shut. Meanwhile, the connection between them grows ever stronger, a parasitic growth. Sometimes I have thought he suspects it himself. If I know him, he will have arranged matters so that when he does set out to meet his death, it will truly mean the end of Voldemort." Dumbledore opened his eyes. Snape looked horrified. "'You have kept him alive so that he can die at the right moment?' "'Don't be shocked, Severus. How many men and women have you watched die?' scathing comeback from snape here lately only those whom i could not save said snape he stood up you have used me meaning i have spied for you and lied for you put myself in mortal danger for you everything was supposed to keep lily potter's son safe now you tell me you have been raising him like a pig for slaughter but this is touching severus said dumbledore seriously have you grown to care for the boy after all for him shouted snape expecto patronum from the tip of his wand i don't know why he (laughs) needed this moment just to bust his silvery load everywhere from the tip of his wand burst the silver dough she landed on the office floor bounded once across the office and soared out of the window Dumbledore watched her fly away and as her silvery glow faded he turned back to Snape and his eyes were full of tears after all this time always said Snape
2: (laughs) fuck dude
1: fucking hell dude Um f- okay, we have to fi- I there's it's not much more left. We okay, have to okay, finish okay, this, okay. then we can go back. Just oh my god. <laughs> Fucking goddamn shit. We're so close now. Now Snape is talking to Dumble's portrait. This is after Dumble has left us. Thank God for these portraits, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dumble's portrait says you'll have to give Voldy the correct date of Harry's departure so he's not suspicious I need you to remain in his good graces for as long as possible so the school is not left to the caros. Uh Severus confunds Mundungus to give him the idea of the decoys and we also learn that Snape was actually trying to sectumsempra Dieter's wand hand as he was trying to kill and curse Harry but he missed, well, fake Harry. Uh, But he missed, and this is how he cut off George's ear. Uh, This is soul-crushing. And next, Snape was kneeling in Sirius's old bedroom. Tears were dripping from the end of his hooked nose as he read the old letter from Lily. The mysterious second page that I completely forgot about uh, carried only a few words. Could have ever been friends with Gellert Grindelwald? I think her mind's going personally. Lots of love, Lily Potter. Um, yeah. What was the end of that first page like? I can't believe Dumbledore
0: could have ever basically been friends yeah. with yeah Gellert Grindelwald.
1: Obviously, the only thing that Severus cares about is the lots of love from Lily. Mm. He takes that page of the letter. Tears off her picture and leaves. Phineas, we cut again in the office again. Phineas runs into his portrait. My fucking guy, Phineas. He tells Snape that he knows where they are. He heard the mudblood and Snape immediately cuts him off and yells, Don't use that word. Phineas says, Fine. The Granger girl then. She said they were in the Forest of Dean. Dumble's portrait says, Good. Get him the sword, but remember, he can't know it's you and it has to be taken under conditions of danger and valor. I really love love the fact that Severus is just like, I just put it at the bottom of this frozen pool and these dumbass Gryffindors will definitely think they have to jump in and (laughs) fucking try and get it that way. That's dumbass I'm glad
0: that we did get Dumble
1: clarifying that that's why it had to be at the bottom of the lake. Yes, 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 definitely. He couldn't just drop it off for him um severus says you're still not gonna tell me what he needs it for and portrait portraits like nah i don't think so he'll know what to do with it um Dumbledore also says uh they may not be happy to see you after george weasley's mishap and i'm like really really Dumble's portrait that's what you think they're not gonna be happy to see snape not fucking killing you yeah Dumble's Fuck. portrait not the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) He needed to spend more time with real Dumble before. Yeah,
2: he definitely (laughs) did.
1: Uh, Severus says not to worry. He has a plan and then he leaves and Harry comes out of the pensive. And that is the end of chapter 33. Um, Hey, spoiler alert, Zach. I think this is probably the best chapter in the series. Um, I don't think there's much in contention for me that can come even close to that. Um, I mean, it only took us, what, <laughs> an hour and 20 an minutes hour to get, to get, it get through? through it. And we've barely discussed it. <sighs> um, f- fuck
0: yeah man that is uh what a doozy
1: <laughs> what a doozy I mean, of a chapter there's just there's too much there's too <sighs> okay so we have to we have to address the biggest bombshell. what i feel is probably i mean again there's a billion here but i think this has to be the biggest one so when Dumble says he's gonna tell Harry everything <laughs> <laughs> definitely not dude that is literally the biggest lie anyone has ever told anyone ever holy shit I going into this chapter uh, seeing the prince's tale it was the title and everything, and obviously getting all this incredible Snape stuff at the start. My my initial thought, my initial reaction was like Oh, this is this is what's gonna make me stop joking about uh Gilderoy Lockhart and just, you know, like a Snape is my favorite character. Then the book bamboozles me once again and then it's like, no, actually Dumbledore is the evilest son of a bitch who's ever lived and the masterestest chess player that's been fooling everyone for years and his giant dick that you talk a lot about can't even be compared to anything ever um so yeah he's actually the greatest and I just don't even know how to comprehend how rad he is <laughs> cuz he's also pure evil and i love it i don't you think know he's I pure love that. evil
0: i think he's pure objective
1: i know yes i knew you were going to defend with that and you're right but you know, it is uh, fucked up too. it's it's so fucked up but yes you're you're exactly right it is pragmatic it is to say it the least, <laughs> he is doing what he feels needs it's for the has greater good. Done. It is for the greater good, and now all of this, like Dumbledore shit, in this book, the context of it makes even more sense of why we needed that. Um, holy fucking shit, Dumbledore! How can you become my favorite character after you're already gone from the goddamn series? Scott,
0: dude. (laughs) I wish everybody could fucking see Scott right now.
2: (laughs) I took
1: a screenshot of you. Oh, shit. He's fucking fattening up the pig for the slaughter as Severus so eloquently put What a fucking it.
0: dagger of a line, by the way. It's
1: brutal. And what's... The sharing on top of this is that he has just used Snape for 16 years without telling him this. When Snape's like, I th- all this time, I thought we were doing this pro- to protect Lily's son.
0: And, and doubles like, like I mean, gotcha! tha- that's gotcha, what bitch! I had.
1: That's what I had to say to make you do it. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, dude, master manipulator, dude.
1: He is next level. It's uh, oh my god! It's so good. Quick note before I forget this. Hold on, wait. What did you just say?
0: What? I just need you to say it one more time.
1: Quick note before I no, forget this. No, right before that. No, nah, I, I think I said shit or something like that.
0: Uh, no, what did you say?
1: <laughs> I said uh, quick note before I'm I I'm pretty
0: this. sure you said, God, this is so good. Also, I've been a fool for my entire life, and this that is That was a long-ass time
1: ago. <laughs> Everything. No, uh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Slow your goddamn roll, let me get through this note, then we'll come back to the no of the yes and no. Okay. Another way I was a fool was the the Patronus, the doe. Oddly enough, it was actually while I was watching the movie, the first part of the Deathly Hallows, I actually had the thought during that scene in that movie I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I wonder if the doe is his mom's Patronus. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I mean, her dad's a stag. What if, like, hers is a doe? And I had that thought. Then I was like, well, but, like, she's dead. Is there a way she could have, like, left her Patronus behind to, like, guide him? I don't know. So I kind of did. I was... so close so right and yet so wrong the connection was halfway there the connection was halfway there but i was so wrong all at the same time i'm assuming by this kind of interaction they had her patronus was indeed a doe and then this is also i'm assuming what the whole tonks
2: yeah right
1: fucking that's that's what this was teaching it her her patronus changed because she loved lupin Mm Mm-hmm and Severus changed his Patronus to whatever it was from before to the Doe, basically, in memoriam of...
0: Well, so you don't... Uh, so here's... I actually... I think this is pretty cool. You don't, like, choose what your Patronus turns into.
1: No, I would choose a lynx. Uh, well- <laughs> <laughs> or a bobcat.
0: Well, you would hope for a lynx or a fucking nah, bobcat. nah, nah,
1: nah, nah, nah. Bobcat, bobcat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but, yeah, no, so, like, the... The Patronus changes based off of, like, what's inside of you. The right? Patronus
1: chooses the wizard, Harry. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I was, I, was, I was close, and yet so far. Um, okay. Should, should I do this now, or do you want me to bring us down now, or do you want to discuss other stuff first?
0: Well, bring us down, because I know we're going to talk okay. m- more highly about the okay, other fine. stuff.
1: I'll bring us down. While this is so great and so incredible. I can't help but again continue to feel like... Yes, it's amazing getting all these cool revelations in this one chapter, but... What if that could have been... More other times? Like, what if we could have got... More Snape, more Dumble through the entire series i I just I have to come back to my problem with everything being from Harry's perspective, sure, like it is what it is, and I understand that I, but I, I like I won't fight you about that I mean, right, she's created this cool world and these amazing characters, and yet. At the end of the day, this amazing chapter just makes me think, oh, I wish I could have got more of this, more of these interactions, and not just all crammed into one chapter. Uh, sure, I mean... I, like, I don't know how to fully I, express I, it. But... No,
0: I I understand what you're saying. Also, though, like, if we had more of that, then you would never get a reveal like this.
1: Right. And yes, definitely, but it's a double-edged sword.
0: What, what a you're wanting sword. is a double-edged edged right. sword, which yeah. I get, and 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 it might be the exact double-edged sword that would make you, uh, truly fall in love with the series, mm-hmm. right? Because it has all the right pieces in place. You're just not liking the perspective, which uh, sure. look I I can get, and right. I think that's fair, but for what it is. And how we do not get that, it just makes chapters like this so much better.
1: Definitely. And I think that's, you know, it's like almost every book is like this where it's like, you know, there are chapters here and there that are really good throughout the books. But by and large, it's always these late book, like end of the book chapters where we get like 50,000 big reveals that are like the most memorable ones. Sure. And it's like... I understand what you're doing. You want, you know, to have these twists, these reveals, make your climax exciting, but... Maybe if you could find a way to spread those out throughout the book so the first half of this book did suck ass, you know? I don't know. Um... Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know exactly how to do that. That's not my problem. I I don't have to write these books. You know, I'm just a dipshit commentating on them. Fair enough. I'm glad, uh, glad you'll admit it. Um... And yeah, that's that's the only thing that brought me down about this was it's just like, "Oh, I would absolutely read any story you want about Snape and Dumbledore, um, and be happy about it, and I just I just want more from them, and now I won't have any more from them, I expect. I mean, if she's still... If she got more reveals, like, cards up her sleeve after this, like, I'll be impressed, but holy shit. So what do you...
0: What do you... All right, so, like, let's actually, like... Let's actually address a few things here. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... I just I wanna check some boxes. I feel like I know the answers here, but I, yes. I I need to check the boxes.
1: Check your boxes.
0: Um Check your box.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Snape being in love with Lily. You like this.
1: Yeah. It makes it makes sense. Like I said, this was I was such a fool for not seeing this.
0: Okay, but but you do like it. You don't think that's like easy or whatever. Like you you no, think it's I like, like it. compelling.
1: Yes, definitely. Good. It gives It gives so much more context to... Snape's character, why he would be doing all these things. Like, listen, you know, I've always thought that Snape was...
0: That there was more to it?
1: Well, that, you know, I never once believed that Snape was, like, evil. Like, on the side of evil through these whole books. Like, I never bought that. And... The reasoning behind why Dumbledore you know, fully trust Snape so much like this, just, I mean, it makes sense. Like,
0: yeah, with Dumbledore's whole thing being love.
1: Right. And the fact that he knows, like he saw Severus's reaction to Lily dying and how much it like destroyed him. Right. So that makes sense of why Dumbledore would so, you know, fiercely defend Severus every time. You know people mistrusted him or what
0: have you i also love how like true he was to his promise to severus anytime somebody wanted an explanation he'd just be like doesn't fucking yep. matter i trust yep. him
1: yep uh yeah shit that that line about not reveal to people the best of you severus fine dude I give you my word <laughs> it's just so up, shit. Dude. and dude just like I've talked before about how like flawed and conflicted characters are always some of my favorites. And I mean, I didn't even know the half of it about fucking Severus, but I was still drawn to him. And boy, to find out like the full context of him being so flawed, like being in love with Lily, pushing her away with you know his kind of idiot evil side and then you know once she dies kind of seeing the light in a way like he's he doesn't become a good person you know he doesn't that doesn't change him into a good person he's not you know a fully um a fighter for the good side now we're gonna take down Voldy no he's just he's given dumbledore his word that he will protect lily's son and you know all it just all goes back to that um, i have to
0: i have to say i'm so glad that that is your specific thought and like feel towards the situation because mm-hmm. there there's this <sighs> <laughs> this is this is your
1: hatred of snape's fans well, again
0: well no 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 so he, here's the deal there is this like I feel like this fucking massive divide of potter fans who like Snape and potter fans who dislike Snape, and it's like I mean like you any everybody who reads a story and wants to consume anything that's like halfway decently written
2: mm-hmm.
0: they ha- i mean they have to. Love the just the build of a character like your Snape, like your Jamie Lannister. I mean, even Mm -hmm. Tywin, you know, like, and it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I like them and I'm, and I think they're good people. Like, that's, that's like liking a character does not mean that.
1: Correct. They're not mutually, they are mutually exclusive, you know, like, right. You can like a character and like the way they're written while also acknowledging. Like, oh, this person is an actual piece of shit. Yes. You
0: know? Yes. Like like there are there are Potter fans out there. And so like I had to give you a lot of shit about it, obviously, like right. coming on because like like I have to poke fun at you. Right. And because it's you what we specifically do. like the mean things about him and I'm like okay, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah, kind yeah, of a dick. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. like don't oh, yeah, don't definitely. be about that. But like <laughs> Snape is Snape is high up on my list of favorite characters mm-hmm. simply because he's just so interesting. He's
1: so interesting, yes.
0: um, and and he's and so I didn't well even written.
1: fucking know how interesting he truly was under the surface. Goddamn.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um. So there are just so many people out there that when you when they hear like, oh, Snape is one of your favorite characters, it's like, like this is a fucking problem. He's a problem. It's like, dude. James Potter's a problem, Voldemort's a problem, Snape is a problem, like,
1: <laughs> let's be real, Dumbledore proved himself to be problem. a problem, <laughs> dude, yeah. like, come on, yeah, so that's, like, I bet, okay, so the people who were Snape haters, they probably love Dumble, which that should tell you right there what you need to know about <laughs> hypocrisy. Yeah, it's it's just, like,
0: it, it does baffle me, like, sure, I have to give you shit you know, early on. Oh, no, definitely. But like, nah, dude, I wouldn't have it any other way. He he is, he is so good in the sense that his character is by a mile, the most compelling character in this entire yes. series. Maybe next to Dumbledore.
1: Dumble, Dumble is, yeah. I mean, they're, they're top two uncontested. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, like, yeah, you said it perfectly. Like, you know, You can like a character, the way they're written, they're they're interesting, their their journey, while also acknowledging, like, yeah, this person does some bad shit. Like, yes, this is not okay. What they actually do, but at the same time, fun and interesting to you know watch them or read them or whatever it is. Right, 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 right. Um, that is Severus Snape to a fucking T. Um. So, so next,
0: uh, Harry Potter's a Horcrux.
1: Yeah. Okay. Shit. So am I to understand? Was this, no, that why would Voldy be protecting him? Cause I was like, is this, is the whole snake being a Horcrux, Horcrux a ruse? But if that was the case, no, why would Voldy be so concerned with protecting him Am I to understand that Voldy's soul has actually been split into eight pieces? Yeah, I mean, that's what Dumbledore said. Yeah, he unintentionally
0: left a piece of his soul in Harry Potter. And that while Harry Potter is alive, while the vessel is alive, Voldemort cannot be killed.
1: The next chapter—I don't know if it is or not, because I did not look ahead—but the next chapter should be titled "The Eighth Piece."
0: That would the be One cool. Piece, the eighth.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't think I'd work a One Piece reference in here, <laughs> did you? <laughs> no. The
2: um, One
1: Piece to rule them all. Um, shit. So Harry Potter is a his like fucking soul itself. I mean, is, like. I I think it's fair to
0: say that, like, everybody says Horcrux just because of, like, the definition of Horcrux, but, like, this is obviously a a version of magic that has never existed before. Sure. So, like, call it what you want, but yes, there is a piece of Voldemort's soul stuck (sighs) in Harry that is but another tether for Voldemort to to the mortal, like, world.
1: Okay, so... Here's, now we're getting into a little bit of um, prediction territory, I guess, here. Mm -hmm. Dumbledore told Snape specifically that Voldy has to be the one to kill Harry. Yes. Um, Making it sound as if that will destroy the Horcrux that's inside Harry. Or that Harry is, or what have you. So if that is the case do they does Harry need to make damn sure he's killed that snake before Voldy kills him but even so wouldn't that still leave like they have to kill Voldy after that I I wouldn't expect like even if they do kill the snake ahead of time and he, ki- Voldy kills Harry. How does Voldy die? Right. How does Voldy die? Like, well, I don't does think it, he die. Yeah. Or does that chain reaction, like, you know, uh, proton torpedoes through the exhaust port on the Death Star chain <laughs> reaction, kill him. Uh, <laughs> I made some weird Star Wars. connections. Yeah, you episode. have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, Dumbledore just seems very certain that well, that at the very last moment when he fears for his snake's life, this is when you need to fucking tell him this shit. Um, Yeah. I, just, I don't know what to expect as far as that goes, but... Yeah, like... Sh- ugh, fuck. There has to be... There has to be some backdoor way for Harry to survive this.
2: Hmm.
1: They're going to figure out the power of love will actually, like, fucking force the soul out of his body or resurrect. Oh, fuck. The resurrection stone exists. I just thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. Is, Is... is the close Harry Potter's death and shit okay fuck I'm processing so much right now um we're so close to the end of the book here I have to assume that Harry is is correct that a, the ring is the resurrection stone. I mean, that seems to have been confirmed by what Dumble's saying about being tempted, putting on the ring. Dumbass Dumble. And B, Harry being so convinced that it's in the whore, not the horse, sorry, the, the, the snitch. Mm-hmm. And we have not got a re- resolution to it. it opens at the close yet. Um... So does it open at the close of Harry's life? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) And he, Voldy kills him. Resurrection stone pops out. Hermione gives a little rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub. And now Harry's back and he can fight Voldy. Snake's dead somehow. I don't know. The snake falls off a cliff or something. And now he can grop steps on the snake accidentally. <laughs> um, grop, now the he true can...
0: hero of this fucking
1: <laughs> grope. Yes, if gro- the flying car <laughs> runs over the snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now Harry's back to actually have his final f- final battle with, with, with Voldy. Sudden death yes they're going to extra rounds baby they're going to OT Voldy was like I got you bitch Uh, I mean it has to be something like that I, I don't believe for a second that okay okay hold on let me backtrack <laughs> one of two things will happen either what I just described
2: mm-hmm.
1: or Voldy killing Harry will actually also kill him Mm, And that is the end. I cannot possibly envision a scenario where (sighs) Voldy kills Harry, all the Horcruxes are gone, and then the remaining players, the remaining pieces on the board, have to then fight and kill Voldy sans Harry. I, I, I cannot envision that scenario at all. So either... Harry will give his life and in the process that will kill Voldy and win and everyone will be happy except oh we're sad because Harry's dead I'm not sad um (laughs) such a cunt or uh what I just described about whether it's the resurrection stone or you know some power of love bullshit or magic because magic bullshit or Aberforth's goat saves him at the last second. I don't know. Hell yeah, Um,
0: dude. Aberforth's goat is definitely the MVP of this fucking series. (laughs)
1: Aberforth's goat for sure. Uh, Or that he will come back and then they will have their final battle now that Voldy has no Horcruxes left to save his soul. Those are the two options. The only routes I see left. Um... (laughs)
2: i i love, I like I love how theme. you say
1: um like you don't already have locked and loaded in the chamber what you're gonna fucking say to me what am i gonna say scott well, i don't know well, i can't think of anything that you hey can we have a sweet
0: fucking shirt that we're selling
1: <laughs> <laughs> says something on the back can't remember what it is but i feel like it's relevant to the situation yeah, Scotty, I
0: got I got to tell you, pal. Uh It's time for a Razzle Dazzle.
1: You know what we should have done if we were clever or cool at all? We should we should have translated Razzle Dazzle to like some other language and like then you could have told it to me in a cool another language. In Parselmouth? Par- yeah, in Parselmouth. Okay. I know I kind of jumped ahead and got into like uh theory crafting territory there, but I would re- be remiss in my duties if I did not go back and address your your bullshit about uh Severus and Harry's upbringings uh, having very similar similarities between the two and how I constantly give Harry shit despite his uh, awful upbringing.
0: I don't, look, hold on, let me, before you even say anything, Uh I don't think that it's so much that you give Harry shit for his flaws because he has them. Sure. I think it's simply the fact that you will not acknowledge how and or why he has them. Sure.
1: Fair. Totally fair. You know, I wasn't trying to put words in your mouth by that, but... I feel like I had a rebuttal for this, but I don't really Yeah, there
0: is not a good one. There might be one somewhere in your notes, but it's not good.
1: No, my brain you just, is broken. You just
0: need to have a little bit more empathy. That's it.
1: Spoiler alert, buddy. All my notes are is fucking just direct quotes from the goddamn book. Um, I don't have anything else in here. Uh, I think my excuse was just going to be that... Yeah, I'm a sack of shit. Sue me. Uh,
0: okay, well, good. I'm just—I'm glad we're on the same page.
1: Yeah. Listen, he's had a rough upbringing. Definitely, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Um, dude, he, he lived
0: he, under—he lived in a closet under the he stairs. He lived in,
1: <laughs> under the goddamn stairs. Uh, I think again, I would just like to refer to, um. just like, why does, why does everyone, and again, this is going to go back to Dumble telling Severus, you see what you expect to see. Why does everyone else think he's so cool and so rad? He's not. I, I see his inner monologue. Reading these books, I get his inner monologue. I know his true thoughts and he's a sack of shit. I just, I don't agree with that. I feel like as our series has gone on, you have defended Harry more and more. Like, I feel like early on, you were kind of on my, not like fully on my side, but you were like, yeah, Harry kind of sucks. I don't love Harry. It's
0: because because I have, um, it's because I'm not a sack of shit like you, is is, is why. I mean, simply, that's it. It's like...
2: Some, I mean you at, are at just some not point, about this. You
0: have to get off the horse and and you bitch about the same things without <laughs> being like, you know what? Like there are there this is the effect and you will not talk about the causes, right? You, That's yeah, fair. I mean, I mean and mean, and it's just like if you acknowledge the causes, it's like, okay, look, I understand why these things are happening. I don't sure. like them, and I don't, you know, I still think that... I mean, dude, I've agreed with you since book one. Harry's a fucking idiot, like, in yeah. almost every sense. Um, there are times when he shines through, and, and it's good, but it's way, uh, way less than, than not, right? Um, totally, yeah. But it's still like, dang, dude, like, Homeboy's fucked up, and, like, I have empathy for that, and that sucks that he's in that position. And it makes sense why he's making the decisions that he makes. For
1: the most part. Fair. All fair. Totally. Yeah, this is on me. I'm an asshole. Um I I don't acknowledge why he's shitty. Will let, let me ask you this. Will you at least agree with me? Can we agree on um James Potter being just an irredeemable oh, yeah. sack of oh, yeah. fuck because he has no excuse. No, yeah. He doesn't ja- have the Harry, Harry excuse. Yeah, yeah. James and sucks. And he's ass. way shittier than Severus or Harry ever were. I, I And will, he, I will he even, seems like he had a golden spoon up his asshole from yeah. birth, basically. Yes. I, I will even
0: go as far as helping you with your argument, but you've never really acknowledged this. Okay. Okay, we we as the readers and me as you know somebody who's trying to defend harry here Mm -hmm. we are left with the task to sit and think about how his past has affected him right sure whereas jk rowling and the books could have put some of that in there you know like like there there could be some direction and they're saying like harry struggles with depression with post-traumatic stress disorder whatever the fuck right like like, right. like he there could be callbacks to why he is like programmed a certain way for sure and, and it would yeah. make it would make it make way more sense yeah. and and i don't think that the reader should have to do that type of heavy lifting uh right
1: it, making some of those connections you know you don't have to be like obvious or like yeah you don't, you don't have to go and call it ptsd right. or exactly abuse or whatever right. but like but you can subtly make those connections that would call back to that. Yes. And and sure. I do actually think that
0: his character would be better if that was there, because you would be able to see an actual broken character, not somebody who who acts like all is well and makes these rash decisions, and then you as a reader have to be like, I mean, I guess if it's because of this and I guess in that, okay, you know? So like... For sure. Yeah. So I, again, I not... We're nearing the end of this, and I and I think it's like fair, and and I mean you you've obviously called it out like Harry is by far from like just he's close. I mean, dude, that this guy's bottom of the barrel. Like, I I don't. Yeah. I there there's some standout moments. I just I don't give a fuck about his character. I care yeah.
1: way more about all
0: of the that's, other characters.
1: That's the thing. Like, so many of her characters are so good.
0: Yeah, and I just and I think. Then, and, but we're been, stuck with Harry.
1: Had at he all been times. written
0: more like a like a broken character, not like a yeah. main protagonist, yeah, he he could easily be top tier.
1: Yes, correct. I think that's. I think him plot armoring his way through these books while also being just kind of, you know, just not an enjoyable read a lot of times. Um, it could have been very different. Like, I think, again, about how we talked about how how different these books could have been if, uh, you know, Neville was our protagonist. Right. Because Neville, like, I started off hating Neville. Like, I was, like, in the first couple books, I was like, Neville sucks, dude. But then, you know, he grows, he matures, he has, you know, moments that just made him way more likable and interesting. And I do think about that a lot. It's basically every time Neville's around, I'm like, oh, man. I wish you were my protagonist. <laughs> uh, would have been good. But again, like, just like, I think even my criticisms of Harry would be a lot lessened if I just wasn't spending every goddamn second reading these books from his point of view. I I honestly think just about anyone I would have got sick and tired of if if that's the case. Like, honestly, like... That's why I I think I prefer you know multi viewpoint yeah. stories yeah, yeah because it's just like it just wears on me after a while right so
0: which which is fair I I mean I I can't I can't fault that I mean like it this is how this story is written and that right. is a major uh I can't call it a flaw but it's it is a right. setback for sure
1: and the and the and the fact you know that she's made so many other interesting characters only you know the double edged sort of that is that it makes that even more apparent you know it makes right. me think about that more because if if her character if her other characters weren't good if I didn't care about them so much I probably wouldn't even be thinking that nearly as much but right that's that's the double-edged sword of that is that there are so many other good characters that it's like oh I'd love to see more of them like hey right. wouldn't it be cool if Lupin was hanging them out with them for a good chunk of this book
0: that uh, wouldn't have made any sense
1: Nah, it wouldn't have made any sense at all. Definitely not. Uh fuck. I totally forgot he died at the beginning of this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that fell that feels like a year ago we went dude. over that. Man, alright.
0: Uh <sighs> I think we've I think we've covered all the big the
1: big the big uh points here, right? I guess. I feel like we've definitely missed or could go over more but i mean it's there was just there was too much there was this chapter was written phenomenally and so much of it just cut me to the core and just left me very emotionally raw uh left you chafing a little bit I i love to chafe uh I just all the interactions between Lily and Severus were so good. And you can just see. You can just see him sl- <laughs> I'm sorry. Zach just sent me an O face emoji after I talk about chafing. And I don't think I care for that. Um you can just you can just see it's like a a car wreck in slow motion you know you can see him slowly pushing her away and losing her and it's it hurts especially having the prior knowledge i mean we've seen the scene before where he called her mudblood and she like you know basically tells him like don't ever talk like she tells him off, you know, more or less. Right. So we already know that, know that's coming. And then we get this context that they were very close friends, you know, um, at one time, up until this moment even. And it's just, ugh. And yeah, and then we get into the, all the goddamn behind-the-scenes Dumble and Snape stuff, and it's just, fuck, fuck me.
0: I I am so glad that you enjoyed this chapter, Scott. I have been waiting. I I have been waiting for so long, dude. 12 years of waiting in Azkaban.
1: In Azkaban. I mean, I literally told you last week, all I care about is... I, I will give you credit. You could have, like, really cracked and, like, either just cracked up laughing or just, like, had one of your dumb faces when i said last week like all i want is this snape info the other shoe to drop on snape but you knowing this was coming you you played it pretty well buddy so i i applaud you there's
0: been so much of this over so many books that i've been like <laughs> i just cannot wait for this chapter in particular
1: i cannot get over how Dumbledore tells Harry he's going to tell him everything. (laughs) The biggest lie anyone has ever told and just straight faced the dude is cold blooded. I love this. I love this side of Dumbledore so much even like we didn't draw much attention to it but like the way he talks to Snape early on he's just cold blooded and like Contempt like Harry says he he can't ever remember hearing Dumble talk to someone with so much contempt in his voice where he's just like you sicken me basically it's it's so
0: good. Yeah, you know I feel like I feel like there there is a, a sense of like like uh it's it's like almost like with with Dumble and Tom Riddle, it's like Dumble acknowledges that like that riddle doesn't he's not capable of these things right so it's it's like a pity it's like like you're just evil to the core whereas whereas with this it's it's almost just like it's almost a slap in the face of the things that dumbledore cherishes so much like love Mm -hmm. and that is what disgusts him knowing that he's capable of it and just like disregarding like everybody else's like feelings or disregarding right. everybody else's life.
1: The fact that he doesn't care about the father and son at it's, all. He only cares about Lily.
0: Yeah. It uh, that that is the 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 ultimate level of like right. disrespect and and disgust that we're getting from Dumbledore and I it's it, it is so true to to Dumble that like right. that's what pisses him the fuck off. Yeah. <sighs> it is so good, dude. It is so good. I'm <sighs> so glad that you enjoyed this chapter. It has been a fucking ride to just sit here and listen to you basically read this chapter to me
1: i, know, dude. <laughs> so I literally just rad. read a whole chapter <laughs> yeah. i mean who's the who's your boy i'm i'm the new uh the new jim dale yeah the new jim dale over here um jimmy you know D. i i talked a lot about how i can't respect Voldemort as a villain because he's so goddamn stupid Turns out the ultimate villain was Dumbledore, who's a fucking genius all along, so <laughs> I guess fuck me. He's the ultimate villain. You don't think Dumbledore's here. a villain. No, I don't. I, I'm obviously kidding and okay. exaggerating. Okay, just making sure. You have some weird takes, so. His cold-blooded pragmatism. I mean, that's that's, I love it, you know? I love it. That's that's me. That's the way I view things. On for being honest, a lot of times it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, the ends justify the means for the greater good, whatever you want to call it. Blah blah blah. We got to do what we got to do. You know, is what it is. Right. Sorry, kid. <laughs> I'm gonna make you go on this terrible journey to destroy all these horcruxes, and <laughs> knowing all along you're gonna have to die at the end of it.
0: Fuck that's evil. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's some it's some fucked up shit, dude. I like I I am struggling with what even to say just because.
1: Yeah. <sighs> he's he's great. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, so he fucking cool. is, dude. He fucking is. Oh shit! This is I warned everybody at the top. Ooh, okay, hold on. This hold on, hold on. is gonna be a long one. Da da da. da. Yeah.
0: Who 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 are we awarding I I, the uh, the champions purse the the Hogwarts uh, Cup.
1: This is
2: <laughs> the house cup.
1: Weird to do because it's like, how can I give it to someone like Snape or Dumbledore when they didn't really? They're not winning the week. You know, you know what I mean, like. You're not about to tell
0: I, me you're going to give it to fucking Voldemort.
1: No, of course not. I'm going to give it to the flying car. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish the flying car was in this section. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is. It, <sighs> fucking hell. You
0: got to give it to Dumbledore. Who are we fucking kidding, man? Come on. No,
1: I, th- I honestly think I have to give it to Snape. Because,
0: because present day, he's he delivers the the final thing to Harry,
1: right? All we're really we're seeing from Dumbledore is just past stuff he's done. I'm getting really in the weeds with like semantics here of this fucking who won the week bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love it, yeah. Um, I have to, to have so much respect for Snape for, you know, keeping his word through all of Dumbledore's bullshit and just, like, doing everything Dumbledore asked slash told him to do. And even he is, at the end, staggered by Dumbledore's just cold, cold cold-blooded, you know, fattening up the cow for slaughter, and <sighs> I have to give it to Snape. I have to give it to Snape.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: As, 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 despite the fact, you know, that I said earlier that Dumbledore is the ultimate chess master and all these amazing reveals about him, Snape was truly the star of this chapter. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's final answer. I'm not, you know, you can give me whatever shit you want and call me a, a Snape Mark. It's true. Who the fuck's Mark? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is Mark? Fuck no, I'm a guy. Snape Mark. I'm a, I'm a sucker for Snape. Uh, yeah, it has to go to Snape, just like the tragedy of that dude's life. And the way he went out, it, it just sucks. It just sucks.
0: Yeah, it fucking does.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Snape. Sev. Snivellus. Yeah. Professor Snape.
1: It's going to take me so long to edit this. Goddamn it I <laughs> <laughs> um future me is gonna hate present me
0: yeah i think uh i think that's it
1: man i think that's it buddy we can't we can't go on forever
0: well we could but
1: we could i honestly no i'm too tired i could go on for a bit longer but the show must go on as they say or end, maybe that. <laughs> I guess if, we, if they were saying that, we were pretty
0: sure going. they didn't say
1: that. But pretty sure they said the show must end. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. So there you have it. Yeah,
2: Severus fucking Snape. The tale of the prince.
1: The tale. The prince's the pr- tale. The prince's tale. The prince's tale. Uh, yeah, like I said at the top. I'm done telling you what chapters are <laughs> <we're> going to be <laughs> for next week, because I don't fucking know anything anymore. Um, so we shall see. I can, 34, we'll at least do 34. <laughs> we'll have one guaranteed chapter. <laughs> one guaranteed. <laughs> i come back and I was like, okay, so I had to stop halfway through this chapter. <laughs> um... So just a nice
0: little treat for our listeners. Uh, We know that many of you uh, found our show because of our good friends Sam and Emily of Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Pod. Uh, If you have not heard Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Pod, uh, go do that now because Sam and Emily are fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, We will be having them on the show at some point very soon. As I'm sure you all know, we are coming to uh, a close. We'll be opening at the close of this book. Yeah, I
1: hear this book's almost over.
0: Yeah, but if we're if we're only going through half a fucking chapter yeah, every half episode, a chapter
1: then a week, it's gonna
0: take. It a while. might take it's a little while, but yeah. uh, we we will be uh, touching tips, crossing paths, crossing streams mm-hmm. with Sam and M uh, very soon. Uh, to kind of dive into Scott's bullshit head and uh, his final take of the series. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. We're excited for that. Uh, should be coming up hopefully soon. I don't have anything else, man. I'm struggling with how to end this episode because I just spent. feel like there's still so much left unsaid. But look, I'm we've got to end spent. it. We've got to go to yeah. bed. Got to get some fucking sleep. Um, as always we appreciate you guys for listening after all this time so. always uh, we do appreciate it it does mean the world to us tell your friends tell your family tell your fucking grandma uh, your grandma needs to learn about Severus Snape and Scotty Westside is here to do the deed uh, we will see you guys next time bye
1: Hell is with your hair today, by the way, Mister Center Part over here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Going yep. for a fresh look, are you? Yeah, just going for the center part, bro.
1: Dude, center part's sexy as hell. Trying okay. to
0: channel my uh my inner Snape, actually.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't look like Snape hair at all.
0: Well, I'm growing it out. Oh, okay. So, so so it looks yeah. like Snape's
1: hair. You have to. What was uh, Fred and or Joe George's joke about running from shampoo?
0: Yeah. I got to shampoo my hair, though.
1: (laughs) You said that in such seriousness. I have to to shampoo my hair, though. Like, dude, no, you just don't understand.